What is going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 12 of the Gamer Podcast. I am Antonius the Gamer. Once again, joined by my two co-hosts, Super SSS Rank and Mikkel Smith. Fellas, thank you guys for joining me for another episode. Thank you guys for tuning in, uh, viewers and listeners. Um, We got a lot of topics to get through today. Um, A lot has been happening both in the anime and gaming world. There's a lot of uh, shakeups that's been happening. Again, it's, it's been... You know, we're heading to the fall. It seems like summer flew by in terms of gaming news. There is a, a brief, brief uh, dead period, and then they kind of just riled right back up, uh, most of it being led by Mortal Kombat. Uh, but, you know, Tekken's has had a few surprises. The anime world has had a few surprises. And I think, you know, what better place to start than with Naruto, right? We've, we got an announcement that I believe starting next week that Naruto is going to do four... Um, uh, supposedly hour-long episodes dedicated to the history of the original series with brand new animation, um, brand new angles, brand new reimaginings of, of key moments in the original franchise. On top of that, we got a brand new um, Naruto Ultimate Ninja Storm's Connection trailer, and that's been you know having uh, gameplay released as Gamescom comes to a uh, conclusion. And you know the things that were revealed there, and the trailer that was revealed there, and the characters, and it even got a release date of November. We're actually getting it this year. And to kind of, you know, wrap up the, the, the triumvirate, the, the trio of Naruto news, the time skip in Boruto is officially upon us. Uh, we got all the time skip reveals of the new generation. Um, we had seen the leak of, of Sarada's uh, costume and everything like that. Now we've seen Boruto's. We've seen the new uh, Shika Inocho. Uh, we've seen everybody basically in their, you know, older forms in the chapter that came with that. So, fellas, let's 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 kind of start in order. We'll end with the games. How are you guys feeling about the anime special? How are you guys feeling about you know Studio Periot releasing four again allegedly hour long specials dedicated to key moments in the Naruto franchise? Um, I like that you know experimenting with new technology. Um, it is interesting, especially for my adult eyes to really see like wow, like so this is how it looked when I first watched it. And this is how it looks now. It's kind of like reminds me of, remember those Pokemon shorts that they kept releasing, like Pokemon Origins, Pokemon Evolutions, mm-hmm. Pokemon, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, where it's like so much better anim- animation quality. But then mm-hmm. you can tell it's like, don't get your hopes up because this type of animation costs. Yeah. So you're just going to enjoy <laughs> this episode for what it is and let it just stay in your mind for what it is. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And, and that's the approach that I'm looking at it because you could already could tell the first fight might be I would say Naruto versus Sasuke or like the Sound Ninja four leading into the fight with Naruto and Sasuke. You already could tell. You think that's how that it starts or how the first episode will end? I think that's how the first episode will start and end. Like basically, yeah. the fights with the Sound Ninja four leading and end with Naruto versus Sasuke. Okay. I'm actually um, hoping that that's, that's actually, that actually happens. I want to see the fight with Orochimaru again. Actually, yeah, no, actually, yeah, I take that back. I would say the fight with the Kage's and Orochimaru. I was gonna say, bro, you're missing one. some key fights. <laughs> you want to start there? Yeah, so. yeah no, I, I had to really refresh my memory. That I had to refresh my memory because, yeah, because that's when like like because you could tell with this, bro, Jutsu flashes all day. So yeah. it's just definitely going to be key fights where it's just jutsus everywhere, everywhere, everywhere. Um, on the Shippuden side, you already know where it's going. But there's nothing you want to see on Shippuden. For me, 
they need to do God justice this time around. I'm sorry. His fights in Sputin <laughs> were animated with the 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 dollar store budget. They need to I need to see all of the techniques in high definition detail. Stop playing with Pain me. versus Naruto. <laughs> pain versus yeah, Naruto. That's, yes. that's what yes. that's, that's what I said. Like you already know is Pain versus Naruto. The other one that I probably would think it's probably the last battle. Or oh, Naruto and Sasuke? Yeah. They did that yeah. perfectly in the original anime run, in my opinion. I don't know if they could do the episode better. That episode, to me, it, it's it's up there with their original fight. Yeah, bro. I mean, I mean, I actually Shippuden, Madara versus the 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 mili- um, the squad. Even though to this yeah, day, that's, yeah. that, even even though to this day, yeah. that lives that fight lives in people's heads rent free. Top ten, it's, possibly top five, Sapudin. Um, it's like, anime the Kage's, right? No, no, when him he, versus no. the Alliance oh, he, Army. When he, when he fought the army, oh, oh, come on, that was not even fair. That one dude kid in the animation, <laughs> yo, I, I was like, but he had so tears bad. in his eye. He knew he wasn't going yeah. home to his family that day, bro. <laughs> he knew it was over. He, he died like your your classic eighties. Kung Fu villain, minion. You know when the minion mm. get hit in the chest? And he's trying to render the pain. No, he just tried to do a crazy job. Oh, it was looking like Saving Private Ryan out there, bro. The opening oh, scene. Man. I felt so bad for, for Buddy, man. I was just like, yeah, it's over. Dog. Oh, man. Yeah. yeah, yeah They're so going to do that are, again. Those, yeah, those four moments, like, in terms of animation, I would definitely see. Actually, that's a, that's a good. We'll rattle them off real quick. So, Tim, you said you wanted to see um, um, the Kage's versus Orochimaru. I'm oh, sorry, Orochimaru and the Kage's versus uh, the third, technically. Yes. Um, Naruto versus Sasuke at the final valley again. You want to see Madara versus the uh, the Ninja Alliance, and then the reimagining of Naruto versus Sasuke at the final fight. Um, yeah. Jory, what fights would you be looking to see? Uh, kind of redone. Okay. I know Pain versus got- Naruto would would be a soft Pain spot. versus Naruto number one. <laughs> Number one, Pain versus Naruto. <laughs> number number two, Donzo versus Sasuke. You didn't like the original take of Donzo versus Sasuke? I, it wasn't good, dog. It was so really? cheap. Yeah, it was like, I'm like, out of nowhere, they just fight. You know, I, I'm not expecting nah, it to. Nah, bro. Like, it wasn't really out of nowhere, I would say. Because, like, yes, like, you know, ever since he found out the truth, he was on the hunt for the people in charge of the Uchiha massacre. And then, of course, you know, when Toby was in in the area, he was like, oh, this is interesting. And then that's when he brought out Sasuke. As soon as Sasuke turned his head, look who's right in front of you. Mm. So it wasn't, I wouldn't really say out of nowhere, bro, but it was definitely coming, bro. And to be honest, I feel that was the one of the most battles with the most justification bro like that was really revenge for the uchiha like sasuke in that fight kind of reminded me of vegeta when he first got dynamic when he was wiping out all of frieza's henchmen kui Doria, zarabon mm. even the early parts of the ginyu force like vegeta was like the boogeyman bro like he was just taking them out one by one and that's what i kind of felt like sasuke was like sasuke was determined no matter what, like even how he sacrificed Kareem, he was mm. like, he was like, no, this is okay. personal. Um, this but is yeah, 
I, I think I want to see that fight reanimated. I, yeah. Okay, Tim, I see. I, really? I see a point. That's, no, that's I would love to. I would love to see that part too. Yeah, yeah, yeah I do. Yeah, because um, to me, I think the, the the latter half got a little wonky animation wise. But the first half, when Sasuke summoning the hawk and taking in the the wind blade Shurukens and and flipping with the sword, I thought that was done well. I didn't think there was anything about that that looked trash to me. It was pretty gory. That's what I'm saying. Like it was, it was pretty violent. Like he's cutting he down, down. Yeah, the blood is squirting out. I'm like, what do y'all not like about that? I thought that was okay, done pretty well. Second, second one, Sasuke versus um, Itachi. Third one, actually. Sasuke versus Itachi. Yeah, because mm-hmm. the stakes did not feel as grandeur of a payoff as they made it. Bro, Storm 2 had better animation. This That's what true. I'm saying. You know what I'm okay. saying? It just did The payoff didn't hit me. That's fair. Um, that's that's number four, right, or number three? I think that was your number three. Number three. Okay. You said Pain so, versus Naruto, Donzo versus yeah. Sasuke, Sasuke versus Itachi. Num- number four, the Kages versus uh, Pain. I mean, versus um, Madara. The Kages versus Madara, yeah. It okay. Just, it's like, how how are you going to have something like that happen? And that's Actually, not the most talked about fight. show the full fight. Yeah, yeah, you know show I mean? off screen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, it was like, what, you, what are you doing? Like, how do you, half, it just happened. Yeah. Oh man, you know this is that that and that that that. Yeah, because like he did the whole where he like say he was able to undo Toby Rama's jutsu, and that was it. That was crazy. That was crazy. He. He was such a cheat code. It's like, at that point, I remember, because that was when, like, all the mangas were releasing simultaneously, and it was like, who is the bigger cheat code between Madara and Aizen? Like, who just was like, no, there is no rules here. He undid Toborama's jitsu. He was like, oh, with my uh, wooden clones, do you want them to use Susanoo, or do you not want to? It's up to you. I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah. Clone Susanoo's, yo? All right. Yeah, yeah, all right, bro. Yeah, you, yeah, you got it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you got so the Renegade. Yeah, Renegade, part- you got it, bro. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mm-hmm. That fight I want to see again. Um, last one. I mean, that was your four. I would say <laughs> that was four, fifth one, the fifth one. Oh, so we just went four. The yeah. army, the army, the army okay, versus okay. the ten. Ta- arm, the army versus the ten tails. Like when they when they did that big jutsu clash. Storm did it better. Storm did it better. Storm, yeah. Storm did it enough justice. Um, and then um, Sasuke versus Orochimaru first fight. That wasn't a fight. Oh no! That wait, wasn't, that wasn't, in the uh, in the wait, in the forest. Yeah, in the forest, the forest of death. The the fake Orochimaru. Yeah. What was wrong oh. with the first? It was, it was. Yeah, I just okay. want because it was so fire. Though. I want to see that turned me to a Sasuke different. fan. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's that's the fight where I want to. I want to yeah. see that again. That when fight. That's. When he bro, did that the Saturday, that was the best Saturday ever. Windmill. Yeah, bro. That was the best Saturday ever. That mm-hmm. was the best Saturday ever. Y'all, let's let's be real. That's the greatest Saturday. That's when we was like, yo, Naruto is it. And then when Naruto got outside the clone, that te- number one, it was the test. The test got me. The test that was great. This was Yu-Gi-Oh, Yu-Gi-Oh written. Yeah, the, test, the that, first yeah, fight against yeah. Kakashi was great. Great. A lot of yeah, the fights, yeah, yeah. because it's it's been so long, people kind of forget. Those first couple of arcs, yeah. top notch. The test, top notch. Zabuza, top notch. Yeah. Um, okay. Can I one one in Shippuden? One more in Shippuden? Bro, you are six. I Go ahead. <laughs> I, I agree with you, man. Um, they gotta do they gotta do guy versus Kisamine. That that I I won't accept that. It was disrespectful. 
If you if you ever go look back, it's it's really bad. It's really bad. Like I won't accept the 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 um, what's called was it the afternoon tiger is called the Hiradora? Tiger, yeah. It looks like Mm -hmm. it was drawn by a kindergartner. It's it's that bad. You can't even tell it's a tiger in the anime. It's disrespectful. I couldn't believe. Yeah, they got definitely. They definitely got to redo that one. They got to touch that one up, like hands down. Yeah. Just like they did the Goku versus Frieza fight. Yeah. <laughs> little, um, yeah. They got to do little that again. Man. Prelude that they dropped before uh, yeah, Resurrection yeah, F. Yeah, yeah. No. Or even 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 the flashback from Dragon Ball Z Superhero with Cell and the Red Ribbon Army leading up. Whew. I never thought I'd see a better looking Vegeta in my life ever again. Yeah. And then they took the Prince of All Saiyans <laughs> once again, Vegeta. I was like, nah. Even the way they drew you... Cell after he first transformed, I was like, wow. Okay. Okay. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> in the words yeah. of Homelander, it was just perfect. Perfect. <laughs> perfect. Um, let's yeah. see. The four fights for me. Um, I really think some of the, the pre-Shippuden fights could use a new coat of paint. I would love to see them kind of redo, not the rematch. I would like to see them do the first encounter with Zabuza again. Um, when he traps Kakashi in the water prison and Naruto and Sasuke have to mm. work together to, to get Kakashi out. Mm. I would mm. love to see that with like a Behind you, believe it. With no, believe it, added, please. <laughs> no American dubisms. <laughs> please, none of that. Um, yeah, I would love to see that happen. Um I'm trying to think of fights that just weren't done right animation wise. Uh, I would love to see a reapproach of the three Sonnen fight when they first clashed with the summoning jutsu. Uh, okay. When it was uh, uh, Jiraiya, Orochimaru, and Tsunade on their respective uh, summonings. That would be Ooh. cool to see again. Um, you know, that like that, that was. Episode. Yeah, because you, you know, at first you heard the whisperings of like, nah, they really yeah, them, yeah. da 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 da. Yeah, you, yeah, you're like, yeah. okay. Jiraiya's a pervert, and you know, Sonate's strong, whatever, but then you see it like culminate. And when Sonate is like punching a Rochimaru off uh, off of Manda and she's grabbing his tongue and just wailing on him, I'm like, bro, that needs to be done with like that top tier. Um mm-hmm. in wise, of course, I mean again, pick a guy fight. I don't even care. You could do guys first fight against Kasame, his rematch. Um even his fight against uh, Sage Madara. All of them were done terribly animated. Um and they need to be redone. But if I had to pick, yeah. I, I would agree with Jory, the guy versus Kasami round two. Like, that was just, it was just ugly. It was just ugly. It's not even that long of a fight. So I would just love to see it redone. Um, to be honest, it's going to be kind of an out there pick in terms of big fights. But Gara versus uh, Diderah, I would like to see it redone again. Because Storm 2 did it better. Storm 2, like, uh, I, don't, I know you didn't play. I don't know if you ever watched the cutscenes of it, Jory. But Tim, remember in Storm I, Two where, where you're fighting? I think I have. You Storm have it. Four. Okay. Is that does that uh, count? No. Nah. Nah. I mean, they don't because no. they don't re, they don't revisit those fights. I know oh, apparently okay. uh, Storm Connections they're gonna have all the original boss battles in one game. Um, I don't know which one I have, man. Uh, I don't think so. I don't think so. No, they are. Uh, it was in the original no, trailer. They, they, oh, they really? Oh, I mean. Yeah, they're gonna do the Shikaku fight from the first one. Like they're basically like it's like a history mode. It's not the main story. It's like a history mode where you can relive some of the key fights from the previous Storm games. You see if okay. Um, but I was gonna say, uh, Tim, I'm gonna remember from Storm Two when you fight Diderot, and you know Gara's chasing him through the city, and then it ends with Gara summoning like that fake Shikaku sand to do a wind blast. Yeah. Yeah, like I need something like that. 
like I know Gara still ends up losing, but I need like he was he's the Kaze Kage. You know what I'm saying? Like this is like the man. You know what I'm saying? Like this is this is the way he loses in the anime was just so underwhelming to me. It's like ah, oh, he protects the village and then he gets gets taken out. It's like nah, add a little sauce on it. This is Gara. You know what I'm saying? Gara who took down Kimamaro, yo. Like this ain't <laughs> you know Gara's. Uh, for those who don't know, this is my favorite. Well, yeah, he he. He held yes. out against Kamaru. He, he didn't beat him. He <laughs> got four. You have four. Okay. Um, yeah, is my personal favorite character in the series. So I, I just want to see that done with some justice. Uh, what's that? That's three for me? Fourth one would probably have to be... Hmm. Sasuke versus like uh, Killer B? No, that one. That's... That's one of the greatest shipping episodes to ever be. Yeah, like I don't. What about what about Kimi Maru versus Rock Lee? I thought Gaara. it was fine. I thought it was fine. I thought it was fine. Um, given the animation quality at that time, I mean, it would be cool. But I, I think in terms of scale, it was fine. Like when Garo does that sand tsunami and Kimi Maru tries to run and he just gets swept up in the overall overwhelming presence of it. I feel like that was done like with justice. Um, a fight. I'm trying to think of a fourth fight. I was like, I really want to see this get done right. Well, you know, here's a a little out, uh, like a little. Remember when they fought the Seven Ninja Swordsmen? Um, when they were trying to seal them, we never saw the fight with Sagetsu's brother. We didn't see the fight really. To be honest, a lot of it got off screen. Off screen. Off screen. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, like because they showed they showed the dude with the hammer. Because remember they had like filler episodes. They showed mm-hmm. the dude with the hammer. They showed the two, the one with the bomb, the bomb rod, the sewing needle. They did the lightning one. Mm-hmm. We never, and then you know, of course, like when uh, right before Guy and Kakashi left the battlefield, you saw them defeat the tiger shark dude. Mm-hmm. But we never saw Sagetsu's brother. So like it was like I just said, it was off screen. Yeah, and then to see, like, because he got hyped up so much, like, yeah, he was a master of all seven stories. Like, oh, that would have been dope to see, you know, how they had to take him down. Um, that would be good. But I think, I'm trying to think of a fight that I'm like, I really want to see done. Um, I feel like the last fight for me, because I know they're probably going to cover bigger fights. I kind of want to see them redo um, Naruto and Killer B versus Jin, the Jin Cherokee. I felt like that was a little underwhelming, especially once Storm mm. released, and you could see the extent of what the Jinturki, uh, the Jinturki could all do. Like I'm like, this fight was a little like you know, like it felt a little like we didn't get to see the full extent of all our, all of their powers. Yeah, Which especially with this, especially, especially with this Monato special with him versus Han and Roshi with two tail yeah. beats. Like, come on, bro! Like, like they could do all this. <laughs> Yeah, uh, Jory, it's, uh, I think it's Storm 3. Storm 3, you fight the, the all the Jin Jerky at once, and they just do a really good job. Like, you fight them. It's kind of like a mob boss battle, and then as it rails up, they all transform, um, and you end up fighting just, like, the, in them in their tail beast forms. So basically, like, every mm-hmm. other media besides the official anime, like usual, just did it better justice. So I would want to Which see Which is kinda... good. I mean, gives you it's a, good. a reason it's to good go in the to the different property. Yeah, it's kind of what Tim has said in the previous part, where it's like, you know what anime is good when the other properties kind of lead you right back to it you know um i think uh the storm games definitely were the catalyst of a lot of that of like man this fight was great i can't wait to see what storm does with it you know so i think that mm. would be um a, a thing i want to see redone and then i guess as a bonus uh to your point 
uh, Jory is the Kage versus Madara. That that being off screen to me was was blasphemous. A little blasphemous. Yeah, it it was um, unacceptable, especially when you got a guy who can do a cube particle blast and and mm. and like we see nothing. We it was it was disappointing, man. Yeah. It, was it wasn't. Point. It wasn't what you were expecting from considering who was there. That's, it wasn't what you would like. Granted, like of course he has. They have to lose because of the, the plot. But just the way it got there, it's like, wait, what? Yeah, it didn't even feel like. <laughs> you know, it should have felt like it should have gave me the same anxiety that when Frieza says, "Yo, we only have five minutes, and if you don't beat me, then," <laughs> you, you know, that gave me anxiety, dog. So even no, even I before that. Even before that, when uh, Goku starts getting tired and Frieza's like, I've only been going about 50% so far. And if I ramp it up, you're done. That's that's anxiety. That was like, wait, huh? <laughs> He's like, if I try yeah, this a little bit harder, I'll turn you into dust. Goku? Regular Goku. Regular? Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. He needed that, that spirit was, bomb, boy. Yeah. <laughs> that special. That As kids, we were all like, it. please let this be it. Like. <laughs> I put my hands to the screen. <laughs> like, please pull through. Can I see um, Hey Digimon? <laughs> hey Digimon, hey Digimon. Like the comeback Bro, I music. Was going through it, kid. Going through it, dog. Yeah. Yeah, man. That's yeah, that's what that should have been. And you know, it was off screen. Um all right, so good picks. I think, you know, we'll we'll see. I think what Tim said was 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 important that it's it's a homage right i think we're you know when you get to the video and they release and it's like oh why did they cover this fight it's like it's not supposed to be that it's not a retelling it's not a reboot yeah. it's just celebrating the anniversary of the series you know it's gonna and it's hopefully a reboot anyway man a little bit yeah a little bit um after what boruto did <laughs> i was gonna say that's actually a pretty good segue into boruto <laughs> it's it's too late to take another uh uh shot at this original series um, so, yeah, we can segue right into Boruto. Um, you know, Boruto, Boruto officially uh, announced two Blue Vortex, the official time skip name of Boruto. It's, it's uh, Tim, I think you said it was four years um, from the original series or three? Yeah, it's a four-year time skip. Okay, so, yeah, it's a four-year time skip. Um, I guess manga spoilers for those who don't read the manga. Um, but basically, Boruto got hit with the Genjutsu switcheroo, and now he is the the outcast of the village. Um, Naruto and Hinata are, are floating in whatever world, unable to age, unable to wake up, and the uh, yeah, 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 the, the Phantom Zone the of the Naruto world. <laughs> um, Kawaki is is now the, I guess, the darling child of the village. Shikamaru is the Hokage, which actually made a lot of sense. Um, and yeah, we've seen their new time skip designs and things like that, and. You know, guys, what are what are our general thoughts about you know the time skip? People have been hyping it up for years, right? From the very first uh, pages of the manga, from the very first episode where they show you know a, a sneak preview of what the designs could look like of the rematch between Kawaki and and, and Boruto. Like, how are we feeling about this uh, reapproach now to Boruto? I mean, I don't know what's going. Go, go ahead, ahead Jerry. No, no, you go ahead, Jerry. Yeah, ahead. I don't know what's going on in the series, and it's like, what is this offering me that Naruto didn't do? It's not telling mm. me better stories. It's not making me invested in any of the characters. A lot of the characters that are interesting are thrown to the wayside. A lot of those mm-hmm. kids was cool. I was looking forward to seeing what they could do, but it's like this seemed to be this was an opportunity to like build up other characters. And give them own. That's you know, like 
take notes from other animes that exist and make other characters make sense. Like, you'll give them limelight. Um, I didn't see anything, none of that being done. I don't fully understand. I'm not really rocking with the alien thing going around, mm-hmm. but it's it's too late now. Um, it's so I might as well just accept late. it. Yeah. <laughs> it's, and it's, it's a sci-fi uh, manga now. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it's like you have, now you have robots. The technological aspect of you not having to do a jutsu thing was cool, but I just didn't feel like it was handled right. Like the movie handled it. They didn't do anything with it. Flawlessly. They didn't mm-hmm. do anything with it. So, you know, it would have been interesting having a conflict of like, yo, the new age ninja. Like, yo, these ninja are like, they don't even do jutsus. They just pop out a, a scroll, kid, and the scroll does everything for them. You know, that would, because it has a blood sample already imbued inside the writing, and all you have to do is just activate it with your own chakra. None of that. Um, all And to, to Boruto could have been something amazing, but there's nothing that the series has done to make me like, yo, we need this. Mm. You know, this is the next evolution of Ninja? Oh, man. Like, kind of like in history, we have ages where, like, yo, if we were to go classic the classic people we would have fight people from the 60s and 80s we would all lose we mm. the food is different <laughs> you know what I'm saying you know what I'm saying everything now has um how much uh hormones in it versus the mm-hmm. food they was getting you we, you see those jaw lines in the 60s man? that's natural just they put two weights two push-ups that's abs automatically <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. it's like now with Boruto it I don't see what is it that they're just telling me another story between Sasuke and Naruto. Now they did a Genjutsu and they don't introduce anything new to it, you know, or if they do introduce it, it still falls under the same patterns that we've seen. You right. know, they could have easily went like with storylines were like, okay, how, what happened? They could have created another, another Orochimaru. And what if Orochimaru's plans were succeeding? You know, his paperwork mm. is still out there. Like, why mm. is it you have this entire world, nobody found Orochimaru's lab and some of the craziness he was trying to conjure up? You know? Mm-hmm. Um, nobody found uh what's his name in the um uh, is he still uh, even alive? Um white haired dude that um did the suit that dead Itachi gave him the ultimate genjutsu. Basically the requiem. Yeah. Oh Kabuto. Kabuto. Yeah. He's a good like, guy now. He's like a nurse. Oh, okay. yeah. He runs an orphanage yeah. with his brother. Yeah. So talk no jutsu. Let's do it. Come on now. Pastor yeah. Naruto. Let's do it. Uh, Pastor chapter Naruto. two. Come Let's on now. Chapter two, <laughs> Book Let of Redemption. Jutsu. Come to the father. Because I don't know. Like, I'll, that, I'll send, that's my whole thing, I'll send man. before I'm, me. I'm, He'll be forgiven. Boruto is a heartbroken series for me. I just can't mm. do. I'm like the movie. I said, man, I. You know what? I think I do want more Naruto. Mm-hmm. I do. Then after that, it gets stranger and stranger and stranger. Like, what's the point of this jutsu? Where is it gonna go? Attack on Titan? Like, where's mm. it going? There's no. Where's it going with this, man? That's my whole thing. Okay, that's, um, that's a fair critique. With me, I kind of feel this time skip is damage control. Um, just like how you know we've all said in the past, they've kind of failed to really develop these kids, and that's why I feel, you know, especially you know what we're looking at in video games. Where are these kids? 
mm-hmm. outside of Boruto, Serata, and Mitsuki. Where are these kids? Like, I felt the movie was a good introduction. I felt that, sh- I felt personally, I felt to me that should have been the last of the Otsuki. Just like how the movie did. There was no implantation of, oh, I, 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 I downloaded my DA, DNA into you, and so now you're my next body. I felt that should have been the end to them. Like, basically, the last final loose, loose end of that particular era. And what I felt they should have focused on was this is the world after the fourth ninja war. Mm-hmm. Because they were onto something. Look at when they brought back Al as a cyborg. The man had PTSD, bro. He had PTSD from the war. Mm-hmm. Like even when Shikamaru saw him, bro, like you felt the emotion. Like, wow, you was the last person to saw my father alive. And that entire base was obliterated but you. Mm-hmm. Wow. And, you know, the type of PTSD that he had, because he, he lost his place in the world. He didn't know where he belonged. And that is the type of mindset a lot of those ninjas have back in the day. Like, like basically, you could tell, especially by his age from his era, he's probably, like, I would say probably around the age or probably, like, a little bit after the third or, like, around Naruto's dad's age if he didn't die. But it's like, bro, they were born into war. Mm-hmm. They were raised for war. And that's all they've ever known. So it's kind of like, yeah, you know, you, 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 you're you looking for peace, but you don't even know what that really looks like. Or when you get it, you don't even know what to do. Yeah, and look you what don't know became, what times Look what are. became of him. Mm-hmm. And then even in terms of, you know, like, look how, like, when they went to the Hidden Mist Village, bro, that was a good example. Like, wow, this world is different. Back in the day, if you would have come here from another village, you would have been dead mm-hmm. on sight. But then it's like they just kind of, the, the scaling was off, man. The scaling was off. It's like one minute you got these super getting, and next thing you know, they're not really super. Mm-hmm. And then there was one mission where they went to the Hidden Sound when they fought those clay clones. Like that could have been a real push. Because like, um, I remember the only person who gained logic from that fight was Shikamaru's son. While everybody was cheering on like, yes, we, we saved the day. He was like, what are y'all cheering about? We almost died. Look at all these Jonin and Chunin who are higher level than us. Look how they just got wiped out. Like, we barely won. That is not a victory. Mm-hmm. Like, he said, he said straight to his teammate, teammates, we are weak. So, like, there could have been multiple catalysts. I'm going to go back to Jory's point of what is a new age ninja? Like, even with the ninja tech. Yes, like, I feel like Kara... Minus the Otsuki connection, could have made sense. They're good cyborg villains. ninjas, mm-hmm. cyborg ninjas like, like look at Delta. The woman could literally just kid boo kick the kick the floor. Next thing you know, you're impaled. Yeah. Boro releases a chakra virus that absorbs your life force and uh, clone Jiraiya, clone Jiraiya. I mean, Jiraiya, but we always... clone Jiraiya, but also with a, a a unique take on fire style, right? Like. You know, instead of just hand just society summoning the the deep fires of the of the toad village summit, you know, like it's like it's different. It's a different thing. Yeah, yeah. He's summoning, yeah. He's summoning hellfire. That's what he is doing. <laughs> but then it's like, and that's what I'm saying, like, bro, like it's so many interesting concepts, and that's why I kind of feel like this skip is basically saying, like, all right, we're getting to the bread and butter, what we originally wanted to do, 
and this is going to save it because like when i really look at it bro like look look with the games which is probably one of their biggest products um you're not going to put a lot of boruto characters in it because most of the interesting characters are filler characters Mm -hmm. so you're basically stuck in the framework of what happened in the movie and whatever big cinematic pieces happen but then it's like bro like there's so many characters because and then even in certain fights that's when these kids kind of develop like serata didn't really use lightning jutsu until they went to that hidden miss hidden miss village mm-hmm. she didn't really use lightning like that and you know of course like choji's daughter using the butterfly as a gift butterfly mode as a gimmick like we still didn't even know like the full extent of metal lee's power and stuff like that Inojin, like when they had the second tuning exam, like to really redo after what Momoshiki did, like you found out like the people who they picked as tuning makes good sense, but you're never going to really see that. Yeah. You're never going to really see the fruits of that because look, look, bro, it's, it's a four year time skip. I'm pretty sure none of those kids are getting now. None of them. Mm-hmm. So like I said, man, it kind of goes by, it is damage control, but I just hope that, you know, the source material changes up a bit because that's what happened, you know, with the third trilogy from Star Wars. It was literally just a copy and paste of the original trilogy. Oh, here's a, a ice planet that's not really ice, but it's actually salt. And here's Imperial walkers about to ruin their day. Oh, Empire Strikes Back all over again, huh? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, Palpatine is back. And next thing you know, he has a and that master happened off he has a master plan with a bunch of star destroyers that are actually death stars and they're going to all blow you up. Oh, that's, that's man. The return Palpatine, of the Jedi. Palpatine. Raiding. It was, it was, yeah. Raiding yeah. beaming the starships from space <laughs> and then flying, <laughs> then flying. Dog, kids, Snoke. They built Snoke up to just get cut in half. Not even Darth Maul honor. To get Not even honor in half in a blurred background. Because he put the lightsaber <laughs> next to him. <laughs> Dog. And then um what's her name? Leia all of a sudden is Kryptonian. Mm-hmm. Well well, you know, in her in in her defense, yes, she was always force sensitive. They did hint it at the end of and like the battle of Endor, but yes. But then when you look at it, bro, it's a time scare, bro. So obviously, yes, my brother did teach me something. Yeah, but we spoke about this, bro. There's a difference between being force sensitive and being able to fly through the vacuum of space. I don't care. Space, homie. Yo, after your body starts freezing over. Yeah, you open your eyes and just very pop in the glide. Two two different properties, bro. Two different properties. And they go they go join the universe now, man. Come on, man. Star Star Wars and Marvel, two different universes. All right, all right. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. Okay. All right, all right. Fair. All right, we'll get back on topic. Um I'll I'll give my thoughts. Um, my issue with with Barto and and to Tim's point, I do hope that the time skip fixes this. Is that I think they will focus on the the end goal too quickly, right? So uh, I don't even necessarily mind that the aliens still had a presence. I think making them the driving plot of Boruto was the, was the problem, right? So let's just say in this scenario, cool, Omoshiki imprint, imprints himself on Boruto. You understand that there's other Osuki properties out there. Cool. Kara's power up is is through the aliens. Cool. All of this is fine. 
the fact of the matter is, is that you go into this back to back to back to back. So it's like, to Jory's point, he had this really cool concept about using ninja scrolls and technology and the way what happens with Cyborg Ninja gets thrown to the side immediately, right? Instead of fighting the super cyborg uh, villain, thrown to the side immediately. Then you get into, you know, these, these, uh, these evil kids, essentially, that have these broken alien powers. But these powers are so broken that no one else can fight them except for other alien-influenced ninja, right? So it's like, rather than having, again, a, a longer buildup where, like, yes, you could have Naruto and Sasuke involved because now the stakes are high enough, you have it where this kid, if he looks at you the wrong way, you die. You have code who can make a, a zip line in anything, Right, it's like they're just so they're so overpowered that, like to your point, Tim, it makes all the other kids irrelevant. What could they possibly do in this situation? Like the powers are just so broken, and I think another part that influences that, and I don't know how they're going to fix it with the time skip. I guess that's why they ended up depowering them, you know, before the time skip happened. Naruto and Sasuke are involved way too much, way too often. You know, at, at this point, it's like. You know, for as many times as people kind of have their their gripes and complaints with how Goku and Vegeta get utilized, I think, for example, Superhero is a good example of what happens when you need to sideline your big protagonist characters. At this point, Goku and Vegeta are too strong for them to be struggling against your everyday villain. It doesn't make sense if they're fighting against fighting with Gohan and Piccolo against the androids while they're also struggling. You know what I'm saying? So it's like if you have Naruto and Sasuke who are essentially god level at this point in the ninja world, if you pull them out for the fight against Delta, if you pull them out for the fight against every single person, it's like, bro, no one else can, no one in their class can compete. You know what I'm saying? Like Naruto and Sasuke are one of ones when it comes to power level. You use them for Jigen, you use them for Ishiki, and that's it. That's it. You don't bring them out for these other things. You know what I'm saying? You use them for boss level threats. Yeah, because you saw what happened with Sasuke in that filler when he fought that other Otsuki Yurashi. He got embarrassed when when they had the little time, um, the time, the time travel foolishness. It's like, bro. So he basically was just a basic level ninja, bro. It's like I was like, so all of a sudden he just has no chakra through this entire arc. I was like, okay, Sasuke was there for support only, Sasuke. Was there? You know what I'm saying? Like, and that, and that's, but that's my issue. It's like you have to essentially nerf him because otherwise it doesn't make sense. There's no struggle. You know what I'm saying? This is someone who's fought Madara, who's fought Kaguya, who's fought Momoshiki. Like, you, these are the ones you 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 hold back for your freezes and your kid boos and your beeruses. You don't bring them into every single fight because what else can you do? That's why that that meme went around for so long of uh uh. Uh, was it Momo Boruto or Shiki Boruto, whatever they're calling him when he gets possessed of him stabbing Sasuke in the eye. Like, how is this even possible, bro? How could this little kid catch Sasuke of all people off guard other than plot armor? And that's, and that's, I think that's just something that I hope gets rectified with the time skip. Like, okay, you've nerfed Naruto. You, I mean, you've sidelined Naruto, literally. You've nerfed Sasuke. Focus back on these characters. Stop going back to the alien route. Stop going back to getting these these boss level characters involved out the gate. Let the kids who this series is supposedly about take the reins. Let Boruto, Sarada, Kawaki, and the rest of the class carry the story. There should have been, in my opinion, missions where they team up with Kiba, they team up with Shino, they team up with 
Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, Rock Lee, you know, like Hummer. things where it's like, what did they Kona, do? Right, right. <laughs> things where you, it's like there's stakes, right? So like, and again, there's moments of it, right? Kono Hummer versus, versus Jugo. We didn't know we needed it, but it makes sense. It makes sense. Kono Hummer was a Jonah level ninja. We need to see examples of that. Can you take on a curse mark user? Apparently he can. You know what I'm saying? Things like that where it's like the stakes kind of raise bit by bit, but also showcase what these, cap- these people are capable of. Again, if everything goes to Kurama mode out the gate, it's uh, everything else is irrelevant, bro. Nothing else. Now, ma- no one else is important. You know, and then you know what they could like, even with the aliens, they didn't even have to do that. If they did want it to, they were like, yo, like you have so much lore out there. That's why I respect Tim understanding and Tim. You'll be a great storyteller because you respect lore. Lore creates a story in itself. Once you have a world, you have a story. You could do pockets of information here, pockets of information there. The curse mark users. Well, what would happen if the technology guy saw that? And this is now the next evolution of Ninja. For, hmm. for you know, let's say now you have different factions. They have their own way and means of having activating power. You got your cyber client. You got the curse mark users. Then you got your classic ninjas. What do they know? You know what I'm saying? They're restricted by hand signs and they have they on the schedule. Like curse mark users, they probably don't have they probably just gotta lose by getting fatigued. Then what if the curse mark users know juice um <laughs> jutsus and whatever, you feel me? Mm. Uh, you know you have you have your you have so many things. What happened to that ultimate jutsu pain wanted to develop? No R and D research behind that? True. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember that when he was talking to Jiraiya? That, yo, I, that was his, okay, his, his I, plan I, was to get the tail beast so he can make his own. Jitsu. He wanted like, to create like a Oppenheimer. Yeah, Oppenheimer, Oppenheimer basically. Mm-hmm. You know what? Well, like you know, what if what if there's a village who saw all of this? A unknown village. The samurais are like, yo, we we can't do after what happened to us. We can't do no. We have to transform. And the samurais now they a threat beyond threats. You had like, yo, there's different factions. Like, the world of Naruto, man, could have been something spectacular. You know, what happens if we, we go across the seas and, and now we introduce different people who don't even use chocolate? They use royal armor. You right. have so many, Or just, like, like, you turn like a spiritualist, right? Like, for example, like, they have all these sage mode users. You know what I'm saying? Hasurama's a sage mode user. Of what? From where? Yeah. Or never, never, if, never bring this up again. Okay, sure. Then you find out, like, yo, t- the reason why Rock Lee was so powerful in Taijutsu, that's the base form of where it actually came from. True, because you know like, everyone knows about the gates, but nobody knows how they originated. They're just like, yeah, the gates. Oh, he knows the gates. That's something how that gets come to that, be. <laughs> you know, like, you, you have so many things you could do with. I'm just like, yo, I don't understand. Cause I'm, I'm like, I'm scratching my head. I said, man, they just threw out Pain's ultimate jutsu. Don't you think other countries would want this information? Mm. And um, yeah, that's the whole tragedy. But um, it's just not well thought out, man. Like when you yeah. say, because they, they're so fixed on like you don't have to create another uh, Naruto struggling with best friendship and theme anymore. You can mm-hmm. do something completely different. You know, I mean, even um, to to Tim's point with uh, Aoi or whatever his name is pronounced, it's like uh, a world that deals with a war torn countryside. You know perfect. what happens to kids who are the byproduct of war? People who are the byproduct of war. How does a country who was used as a battlefield now rebuild? 
right? That was something that was kind of talked about they, a little bit with the Hidden Rain. You know, go ahead, yeah, and they, they they just completely just blew blew it over. Like the Hidden Rain is literally just a worn torn battlefield from the last war that nobody cares about, and it just has like a bunch of orphans there, mm-hmm. and it's kind of like. And that's why, like, you know, even the politics of the ninja world, a lot of people are like, yes, you know, the five great villages are doing good. But then you don't really realize, like, after the war, there was a certain amount of people who left those villages and they became rogues. Mm-hmm. Or they just didn't have loyalty to their villages anymore. Or certain people of smaller villages have, like, disdain to the five great nations because of... They kind of look at, like, even though technically it was mostly the Hidden Leaf. I was about to say, the Hidden Leaf should have more enemies than they do. All of the tragedies came out of the Leaf Village. <laughs> no, but then, to be honest, bro, that's why Kakashi Kakashi took care of all those problems during his era, bro. Like, that's the reason mm. why he probably didn't take no second term is because that boy is tired, bro. Because <laughs> he basically, he was, he was... Po- he was politics. He was on a apology like, hey, tour his entire hey, yo, <laughs> hey, hey, yeah. hey. What? And then yeah, what happened man. to Yamato? He's oh. on Orochimaru babysitting duty for the rest of his life. For the rest of his life. This entire story arc is him babysitting Orochimaru. The clone of the first Hokage. Well, not not technically clone, but well, you know what I'm saying. Oh, not yeah, not like a literal clone, but the first child that the first child that didn't die, right? The only surviving wood style user is babysitting Orochimaru. So, Ambu yeah. Black Ops means nothing. No, I mean to be you, fair, they didn't mean anything during the original series. They always got one shotted anytime anything happened. Yeah. They had really cool masks, yeah. and that was about it. <laughs> like they got yeah, bro. swatted. Yeah, Kab- Kab- Kabuto <laughs> took out so many of them, bro. Like it was like yeah, it was embarrassing. <laughs> okay, so I, yeah, I guess you know unless you guys have any uh, um, closing thoughts on that, I, I guess we'll see. Right when it comes to the time skip, we'll see if it'll it, if it's able to save Boruto. Um, I think you know it's a great segue into the actual you know the games right of how. Well, no, I mean, segue in the sense of, like, you were seeing that Storm Connections is, like, you can't sell a Boruto game without Naruto at this point. Like, the game, like, the, the storyline isn't strong enough. Like, you have yeah. to, yeah. you know, revisit uh, Naruto stuff in order for the game to sell. Um, and and that's why I was saying, bro, like, you know, if they want to get away from Shippuden or even post-time skip-centric stuff or not even, like, dabble into Boruto, they could have tapped into the last era. Because mm-hmm. at least with the last era, we would have got updated characters that we wanted, mm-hmm. and of course, like it had interesting villains, bro. Like first of all, you got Toneri out the gate, who you could finally make him an official character, right? And, he's only you know, he's only the uh, you know other sages uh, uh, reincarnation, but whatever, right? He only has his own hidden uh, forbidden jitsu and an entire chakra mode, but hey, whatever, canon character, you know. Essential to the storyline. And you have so many novels released about, oh, like, you know, this person learned this jutsu, this person learned that jutsu. It would have been interesting to bring all of that to life, bro. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, let's let's just get into it proper, right? Storm Connections uh, finally launched a trailer. We have an official release date. It's coming out in November. Uh, we don't know for a fact if this is the final roster, but there's a lot of things hinting that it, if it's not, it's it's pretty close. 
Um, they've already started rolling out the collector's editions, pre-orders, and this and that. And even at Gamescom, you're playing with the almost pretty much final build of the game and things like that, right? So Kara officially got introduced. We're getting a whole bunch of villains. Um, you know, they, I guess they kind of skipped over uh, Indra and Asura's rollout. They're just kind of just there. Um, but they're in the game. Uh, we got a couple of updates, right? Um, there was the, the Twitter rollout first, but now it's officially in the trailer of Mitsuki getting an update and Sarada now having a team ultimate with her parents and her having a new ultimate jutsu, right? And essentially, we're at 10 new technical characters and a couple of uh, um, revampings. Um, and uh, as Jory had mentioned pre- uh, before I started recording the pod, Tim and I had, had, had a moment. We had a field day in the group chat about the way Storm Connections has been rolled out the way everything with this franchise has been handled as of late. Um, I'm going to say my rant for last because I, I have a bit of a, a solo on me for, for just the history of everything with CyberConnect <laughs> 2. Um, but Tim, we'll start with you. How, what, are you what are your thoughts on the Storm Connections rollout, announcements, gameplay, all of it? Copy and paste. Copy mm. and paste. Because first of all, their biggest parts of promotion was just showing us old ultimates. And I was like, okay, um, so the signing, not updated. Nope. Oh, here comes the new Mom- Momoshiki um, Awakening, Serata, Serata's mm-hmm. new ultimate. And oh, Mitsuki finally has Sage Mode. Oh, yes, we're introducing revised characters. <laughs> revised, but, but you know who needs a whole revise? Konoha 11. Yeah, the entire Storm 2 roster, to be honest. The entire Storm 2 roster needs revised. And of course, and then, oh yeah, then you're bringing us all these God-level tier characters, but it's like, bro, you still owe us like eight characters from the war, which mm-hmm. was Storm 3. Mm-hmm. Pinnacle, pinnacle characters, by the way. It's, it's kind of like reminded me when Storm 1 skipped Zabuza and Haku and went straight to the tuning exam. Mm-hmm. I was like, bro, how do you skip the the Saiyan saga of Naruto. How? And we didn't really get them to the third installment, which was Generations. Mm-hmm. Even they need updates, bro. It's like, bro, Zabuza, bro. You mean to tell me the original Hidden Miss Ninja? This is what y'all, this is the vastness of his entire <laughs> arsenal. Okay. Fighting okay. in the Miss Jitsu and a sword swing. Ooh la la! That that is it. I was like, bro, like y'all are, and it, and and that's the that's the thing, bro. It's like y'all just spitting on so much source material, bro. Like the ultimate, the first original Ultimate Ninja series had some of the best, the absolute best ultimates out there in the world, bro. Like mm-hmm. that was pre peak creativity. Mm-hmm. But it's just like when this new story, like after Storm One. It just they they just kind of started coasting, bro. And it's like, and then even when you look at these new team ultimates, who are very very long, by the way. Mm-hmm. So you mean to tell me that those those ultimates that y'all took out, those people can't get those back? Because last time I checked, it's a Kotsky team ultimate. Like you looking at your watch, like are you done yet? <laughs> oh boy! Because I'm gone. pretty sure the person is because I'm pretty sure the person is dead by the second person attacking. Like, <laughs> But, By the time uh, Sasori and, and Itachi has lit him on fire, I'm pretty sure he's died. But yeah, go on. <laughs> and they're only but, step two of the of the ultimate. Yeah, so it, it's kind of like bro, it's a lot of copy and paste, man. And 
And that's why, like I was saying, like, you know, we mentioned earlier, like, you know, Storm 3 should have been the game where a lot of revamps should have happened, a lot of revisions. And it's possible, bro, because look at look at Fighter Z in his latest patch, bro. They're adding attacks. They're adding combos. Um, Tekken adds combos. And Undernight gives you... It's like, bro, everybody gives these characters new combos. Mm-hmm. But y'all. But you guys. Mm-hmm. And, and, it's, and when you really look at it, bro, it's very, very unfair. Very, very unfair. And then it's like... Oh man, it, it just gets real disgusting. And then some of the character decisions that they make, like for example, like Naruto's mother, one of the last original Uzu Prime era Uzumakis, and this is what you turn her into. Pre time skip a soccer. Joke character. Yeah. Pan, pans, a joke character. Even Reen. Even Reen. Like you mean to tell me a child who was born in war and who basically two and her two her teammates were Ace level ninjas, like you had one kid who was a Jonin before he was even ten years old, mm-hmm. and the other one, somewhat of a prodigy, but not really there because you know you got the already got the genius out there, and then your sensei is the 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 next candidate for Hokage, and you mean to tell me this girl just throws logs? Yeah, no, yep. <laughs> no, and her awakening is no. a copy and paste of the of the uh, the third Mizukage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So it's kind of like, bro, like, come on, bro. Like, even even with soccer, um, pre-time skill, it's like, bro, y'all took the tuning exam a little bit too seriously, bro. You need to take some, you need it because that movie when they fought them hidden snow ninja, like, no, y'all need to take some inspiration from that. Yes. Yeah, with the explosive uh, uh, cherry blossom bombs and things like that. Bro, come on, bro. And that, mm-hmm. was, that was the biggest thing between, like, Saw Sakura and Eno. Sakura's cherry blossom. You know, was the 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 poisonous wolf's bane. It's like, mm-hmm. come on, bro. There's so much source material that you could have pulled all of this stuff from, and then it's like, even in terms of like, yeah, storm two. Like, bro, you went from Eno had basically this wolf's bane tornado to just a kick, a chakra kick at that. For a chakra kick for storm <laughs> two. It's like, bro, come on. Like, it's just so much, so many things, so many missteps, man. And then like, yes, as of now. Your biggest selling point for new characters is these god tier characters. Like, if it's not a Racine God or a Hurricane looking ultimate, it's like there's nobody or a laser beam. Yep, everything ends. So that's where, like, that's and that's where you were kind of just confirming me, like, all right, so yeah, these kids are not in it. Yeah, Mm -hmm. like because because even with Mitsuki, you had to give Mitsuki all his like you finally gave him his lightning jutsus. I was like, so he only has his wind chakra, like. There's no snake lightning. There's no sage jutsu. No nothing. Like, mm-hmm. oh no, he just stretches his arms and throws wind at you. And his awakening is as generic as possible until now. Until now. I mean, he did so get a new ultimate, of, I guess. Something. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, like, you know, when they did the whole old revised section, I was like, well, all right, well, who else? Nobody. And then you could definitely tell by this car trailer, like, yeah, that's it for the characters. Because right after that car trailer, they pulled out the season pass. Five characters. So you basically told me, yeah, you know, the the cyborgs, they're the last characters. Have a good day. When you put your season pass predictions in the chat, I was, I laughed because I'm like, I think you're actually 1000% right. And that's what made me laugh harder. When I saw Konohama as a DLC character, I was like, this is, (laughs) this is something else, yo. This is something else. (laughs) (laughs) This is something else, yo. 
he had a completely he's, finished character model. He's a part of a team ultimate in Storm Four, but boy, he's not in the base roster. He should have been amazing. in the Road to Boruto DLC because when you play the story mode for Road to Boruto, he's in it. And like how you said, like you, he has a, a team ultimate already, so he should have been in the game already. He should have been when they brought in Kenshiki and Momoshiki. Yeah. But it's like so, yeah. It's crazy, man. Okay. okay. It's crazy. Jory, any thoughts? Because I'm about, I got a little, I got a rant. I got. A rant. Oh man, I mean, I, I, I just feel sorry for y'all boys, man, because I know y'all care, man, and they don't care that you care. They don't care that you care, man. They don't care that you care. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's like, uh-huh. uh huh. Oh, okay. I ain't gonna lie, man. You've got your Joe Button cap on. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. All right. Is your goal? I'll, man? I'll, I'll start with some praise. I'll start with some praise. I I legitimately think we would not have anime games on the scale that we do without CyberConnect 2. I think in a lot of ways, they they are the NetherRealm Studios up until a point of the anime fighting game industry. They revolutionized arena fighters for anime games. They revolutionized what it means to have over-the-top attacks and movesets and things like that. I think a lot of... Um, when you look at uh, how, for example, Jump Force was handled or the One Punch Man game was handled, you can see in a lot of ways that CyberConnect 2 is is tiers ahead of these other anime fighting competitors. You know, so I want to give them their props. They, as Tim has said it multiple times on this podcast, and so have I, the, the original Ultimate Ninja Storm series carried us through our teen years. Like, those games were top... T- Every time a, uh, Ultimate Ninja Storm dropped, day one purchase. Because you already knew what time it was. Ultimate wise, character wise, jitsu wise, creativity wise, they were setting the bar. Now, where things went left for me and continue to go left and got us to this point is I don't know if you guys remember, there was a time during the PS2, Xbox, and Wii era, right, where they were making on the GameCube and Wii, they were making the Clash of Ninja series. And then Xbox took a, a, a shot with Naruto with the Rise of the Ninja and then Broken Bonds, right? And to me, I love that era because it forced competitiveness between these, the, the, the developers, right? It's like you would see what Clash of Ninja was doing. And yeah, it was more of a technical fighter, right? They didn't have like over-the-top fighting styles and things like that, but you could combo easier, right? Uh, Rise of the Ninja, it showed what it would like if you had like a Naruto style RPG of like, a, here's a, a semi open world and these characters that you could do. And, you know, you actually had to weave jitsu signs for some of these attacks, right? Mm. And it, it lets you know what you could do more with the Naruto franchise versus the Ultimate Ninja Store, uh, series, which was a little bit more simple and dumbed down at the, at the time. So, what happens after that? Now you start getting combos in the Storm series. Now there's an action adventure mode in the Storm series. Surprise, surprise. That kind of mimics what they were doing in Rise of the Ninja because CyberConnect 2 had inspiration and had somebody to compete with. Then what happens? Xbox stops making the Naruto games, right? They kind of give up on the, on the anime properties. And the Clash of Ninja start, uh, series stops being made. So at that point, it just was solely on the back of CyberConnect 2 to carry the Naruto franchise. And that is literally where the laziness started, right? Storm 1, cool, right? Ultimate Ninja Storm 1, cool. Uh, like Tim said, they skipped the Zabuzu arc. You don't get the Sound Ninja 4, which is a key part of that entire storyline. Okay. They had to make a whole new combat system, whole new graphics, whatever. It still was a, it's a beautiful-looking game, even to this day. right? It kind of revolutionized the graphics at that time. Okay, you give it a pass. Storm 2, Ultimates get simpler. It was their first time going online. But boy, that story mode was sexy. 
boy, I you know even the original fight of the the revised test of of Naruto and Sakura versus Kakashi, I had never seen anything like that in an anime game. It's beautiful, right? So okay, we focus more on making a story mode for games for anime games. The fighting took a backseat. Generations drops, right? You try to make uh, uh, amends for the fighting system. You bring in the substitution gauge. Here comes Zabuzu and Haku. The Hokages are in, right? All these key characters that were kind of missing the first two games are back. All right, we look like we're, you know it looks like we're back on on CyberConnect Two getting their creativity back. But then we get to Storm Three, and Storm Three, you're skipping massive parts of the story mode. Anyone who is not named Naruto or Sasuke, good luck and goodbye, because you will never see an update <laughs> again. <laughs> key villains if you're not an Uchiha forget about it the blast style user and fire style user from the war forget about it any ultimates that you had that you, ulti- that you legit use in the war forget about it cool we get the Jinchuriki alright that was admittedly pretty cool right we're getting these different things and oh look creativity because the Jinchuriki did like two things in the manga now they have this whole moveset based off that right Roshi uses an entire molten lava style jitsu technique. Oh, okay. Cool, right? I'm like, all right. A little bit of hope. Then they drop full burst, which is basically the HD version of Storm 3. And I said, okay, the director's cut, right? We'll get the characters we didn't get in the first couple of the games. They'll update the graphics, yada, yada, yada. What did we get? We got better graphics, one extra boss fight, and Sage Mo Kabuto. And I said, hmm. Okay. Looks like a bit of worry, but all right. You know, again, complete faith in them. Then Ninja Storm Revolution drops. And I remember Tim and I, we had a couple conversations about it leading up to the, to the, uh, the game's release because they wanted to do something new, Jory. They wanted to do something new with that system. Every character was getting a type. You could be an awakening mode type, mm-hmm. an ultimate jitsu type, or a support type. So I said, okay. A little different, but maybe it would allow them to kind of revamp some of these characters, right? Because it's true. Not every character is going to be an overpowered ultimate jitsu user. Fine. What happens? If you were not a character named Naruto or Sasuke, you got nothing. So if you, got, if you were an awakening type, let's just say like Shino, you got, some two, you got two new jitsu, the same exact moveset. This is four games deep now. You've had the same moveset since 2010. Right? Then we get to Storm 4. Ultimate Jitsu's for everybody. Everyone's getting a Team Ultimate Jitsu. The Akatsuke. The Team 11. All the, the, uh, the villains. Everyone's getting a Team Jitsu. Who gets new movesets? Naruto, Sasuke, Kakashi. Everyone else has had the same moveset now for six games. And I said to myself, hmm, it's kind of odd. Kind of odd that in a fighting game franchise where the leader, that you're not updating any other characters not named Naruto and Sasuke. I mean, I get it. They're the, the draw, right? They, they, they make the most sense. But your whole argument is like, how do we update these characters if they don't do anything new? I'm like, well, you gave us a Sasuke whose only contribution in the movie was blowing up a meteor with one Chidori. He didn't do anything else. He didn't fight anybody. He didn't throw a punch. He blew up a rock and dipped and got a brand new moveset. 
So I said, okay. We're not going to get everything, right? Let's just focus on what we do get. They announced some DLC. We're getting season passes. Cool. We get the Sound Ninja 4 after six games of waiting, right? We get Borrow Two Characters. <laughs> after six. <laughs> the main characters of an entire arc. <laughs> like, bro, Storm 1, we had to fight Kibi Maru how many times? That is like. So Five times in a row. Support no, six times in a row. Yeah. Right? So they're just support the- characters. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you get the signage of four after six games of waiting. I said, okay. Road to Boruto. I'm like, oh, okay. So they'll they'll kind of fix the things again, like kind of like full burst. They'll fix the things that they weren't didn't have time for in Storm Four. Okay, Momoshiki drops. Okay, where's 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 Kinshiki? Oh, he's not in the game. Hmm. Both of them weren't in the game. No, I, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Oh, so Momoshiki's playable? No, Momoshiki's not playable either. Okay, um, Toniri. Because he wasn't in Storm 4. Yeah, no, he's not playable either. But Naruto has his last costume and a moveset. So does Sasuke. So does Hinata, who were all the main characters in the movie. Yeah, no, um, we didn't put him in the game. Hmm. Okay. And not to mention, now that I remember, Storm 3, remember, Tim? We didn't even get the other Kages in Storm 3. They didn't come to Revolutions. No, they didn't come to the full burst um, DLC. No, they weren't. In, they weren't in full burst. They were in Revolution. They oh, weren't really? in Storm Three oh. at all. That's another thing yeah. I forgot, Jory. So in Storm yeah, Three, okay. you know when you fight the when Naruto fought uh, uh, the Rokage's dad, uh, mm-hmm. they fought the the mummy Hokage and the 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 clan Mizukage. They are not oh, in the game of Storm Three. Even though you fight Madara. Even though you fight them technically in the game, they're not, that's, you can't pick them as crazy. characters. Right? That's crazy. So, again, you start thinking to yourself, okay, with full burst, DLC, all this stuff, they'll put them in afterwards. No. No. So, now, here we are at Storm Connections. 10 new characters. We, this is not a full Storm series. We're not getting a new story mode based off the, the anime franchise. This is a chance for Storm to come right back to the competitive limelight. And what did we get? Like Tim said, copy and paste. Sasuke has done every Amaterasu jitsu under the sun at this point. They're one combo away from him having shoot firing out of his feet at this point. He's done everything. Meanwhile, this man has done ice release, yin yang release, earth release, all, all the types of releases. Oh, fire style and Amaterasu. A couple Chidori's, a couple lightning styles. Susano to the max. He's done nothing new since Boruto started, and he's a brand new character. Meanwhile, God help you if you're a Jugo fan. He's still in the pajamas that he was in from Storm 2. Karin still uses perfume spray as her jitsu from a game that dropped in 2010. Enough is enough. It's over. <laughs> it's over. Connection to, to me, it's it's one of those things. It's I mean, no no company is exempt from this. I don't want to say that CyberConnect Two is the only one that does this type of thing, but this is what happens when you have too much and too long of a run at the top. When you get to set the standard for everybody else and no one can challenge you, like you said earlier, Jory, before I started, they don't care that you care. It is what it is. Here's what we're giving you: either you buy it or you go back to Storm Four. 
And to me, I'm like, I, we, I don't know why we continue to accept this from them. When I see the Kakarot DLC, and they're like, yeah, surprise, guys. We made Kid Goku playable in the story mode. We made Tien playable in the story mode. We gave Goku brand new moves in the story mode. Oh, dope. Can I use this outside of the DLC, even though I bought it? No. No, no. No, no, no but they're there. Like, it's not like a cutscene. You put it in the game. It's a gameplay mechanic. You just have to put it in the main game. No. You made Nimbus faster, though, in, in the DLC. Is he fast in the main game, too? Can I use Nimbus in the main No. No. DLC only. Okay. Demon Slayer. Oh, wow. Oh, man. All these new characters. So are we getting updates on all the characters or what's happening? Yeah. So how would you guys feel about playing as a fourth playable Tanjiro? Because he's basically our Naruto. And if you've seen our Naruto games, there's like eight versions of Naruto every time there's a new Jitsu. Sound good? Sound good. Enough is enough. Enough is enough. It, it's it's crazy to me. Like I said, this is, you know, as somebody who comes, you know, of course, it's, it's me being a fan. I've never watched a game company who's clearly had such a passionate love for a franchise phone it in the way they do with Naruto at this point. Like, if it's not the anime, I'm like, this this game franchise is proof to what Jory has said a couple podcasts. Like, this might be the beginning of the end of Naruto. Naruto might be going the ways of bleach of like you just slowly falling out of relevancy just because of choices that you're making at this point i've seen nothing from connections that says hmm i should buy this game day one nothing and that's my rant six six games you say six games Six games, and they've only updated. Yeah, if your name is not Naruto, Sasuke, or Kakashi, not not sure what to tell you. No, you're good. You're good. Yeah, if your name is not Naruto, Sasuke, or Kakashi, yeah. don't know. Not sure what. What do you mean Kiba has a new jitsu? Yeah, no, we gave him a team ultimate. What do you want us to do? Yeah, he's, yeah, three-headed cerebus, right? Yeah, no, that's, that's team ultimate jitsu. Uh, DLC. Go ahead and buy it. Okay. Yeah, Hinata got, you know, powers handed down to her just like Naruto and Sasuke did, and now she has access to uh, uh, Sage of Six-Pass jitsu with her um, gentle palm style. Oh, cool. Is it in the game? No. It's a costume. Her moveset's the same. Is is uh the the first Rokagi in the game or no? Still no. no. The, the second Rokagi is in the the dad. The dad's in the game now. Yeah, the one, the one with, with the finger. finger. Yeah, okay. he's in the game. Okay, he's in the game now. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Bandishman. Mm-hmm. Okay. You're in the game now. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Remember all those Moveset. those amazing jitsu that the the current Hokages were doing? Sorry, the current Kages were doing yeah. against the moderate fight. Yeah. Not in the game. They don't have a team Got ultimate. You. Yeah. Got you. Mm-hmm. The Kages don't have a team ultimate. No. No. The ones that fought moderate don't have yeah. at all. Wow. Not a thing. Tsunade, who carried them through the fight, has the same moveset from 2010. 
we, we were Sakura has access to more of her jitsu than she does in the game. We, we were in college. Wow. 2010. Halo mm-hmm. Reach drop. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Wow, guys. I'm so sorry. <laughs> wow. My goodness. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Six games. Six wow. games. <laughs> That's crazy, man. Which is why, to this day, I've never understood the fighters' backlash of having too many Gokus. I'm like, listen, as somebody who's been a Storm fan for as long as I have, at least they all fight differently. Well, the the reason the reason for that being is, <laughs> it's like it's Goku. <laughs> you like let that be a style. At this point, it has to be. What else are you gonna do? You know, but but Unless that's the it's thing. Like a, a special Goku that's like from a uniquely different era, like a kid Goku makes sense, you know. Right, but um, that's the thing; they were willing Trump. to embrace the styles of Goku, right? Like GT yeah. Goku doesn't fight the same way as Super Goku. Super Goku doesn't fight the same way as Namek Goku. They embrace the styles. Yeah. And Storm, no, nope, no. What has what 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 has Eno done that would warrant a new move set? Why should she not have a chakra kick six games in? I don't know. She has an adult version, like Tim said. There's things that they've done in filler and movies and your previous games where she could do way more. Just take some of that and put it in HD. No, no. Why not revise some of these legendary characters that you went and put in the game? The, the Sonnen, they had ultimates from the first Storm game. Why not just put those ultimates back in this game? No, no, no. Anko, Kurenai, Adoko no Hamaru. No, Mm-mm. no. No Shizune. No, no Shizune. Danzo's, no Danzo's um, Kage guard. No Titsu Kage's um, guard. Um, no Mizukage guard. It's like, bro, like Storm 3 skipped a lot of characters. A bro. lot. Storm 3, to me, Storm 3 was the beginning of the end. That was when it was like, whoa. Okay. When they made Jinkaku and Kenkaku like a character model, but no moveset whatsoever and unplayable. It's like, all right. So you basically got two of the most notorious cloud ninjas yeah. who are responsible for killing the second Hokage. Wow. Who, are who will basically have nine tail ch- chakra? They killed the second Okage. Yeah, yeah, they they killed the second Okage, and they have these ancient ninja tools from Hagoromo's era. Right, not just any ancient ninja tools. The Sage of the Six Paths Pass ninja tools. Ninja tools. Non playable characters. Non playable characters. Wow. <laughs> Oh, but the guy who beats him, he's in the game. Yeah. Daru. Daru. The, the Black Lightning Panther user, he's in the game. He beats the people that killed. The te- 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 technical, technicality. He almost te- got killed. He almost, he almost dies. Killed. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he almost. yeah. To Tim's point in the group chat, you have Donzo's guards, one who is basically Shino's cousin, right? Shino's cousin. Mm-hmm. Who is a Taijutsu bug user whose bugs instantly poison you upon touching you? 
the moveset makes itself, in my opinion. Destroys you on a cellular level. Not in the game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, so, man. That's... I, I cap all that to say I don't care how many ground bounces they add to the game. I don't care what combinations that we're seeing online. I don't care all the new quote-unquote avenues that you guys say gets opened up now that they've added their tilt skills as a second jitsu. I don't care. I don't care. I don't, we're not, the Storm franchise, as far as I'm concerned, is dead. It's over. Connections was their last hope. It's, it's done. This is, I don't, there's nothing to me that they can do based on what we've seen so far that can redeem this game. And people are gonna say, "Oh no! Like you're you're wild now. You could do all this. Are you really so mad because they didn't add your favorite character? It's not that they didn't add my favorite character. It's the fact that they don't add any characters. They only add characters that, like Tim said, fit a certain model. If you cannot make a Susano or a Rasengan style jitsu, my friend, you are not in the game. Now, please buy this for seventy dollars." 70 now. Yeah. Wow. That's, yeah. that's pretty crazy. Yeah. Any thoughts before we move on? Because I, I, I've been holding that to my chest since the trailer dropped. I've just I've been sitting and marinating on it all week. At least we finally got the Jiraiya that we wanted. Right. And his clone. Fantastic. With Sage Mode <laughs> at that. Can you believe it, Tim? And and would you look at that? A complete new moveset after he awakens. Wow, funny. Crazy how that looks. And a team ultimate. That makes sense. Man. Who would have thought? A team ultimate that they never did together. Yeah. Because they never fought alongside each other. But wow, yeah, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. God forbid we got, Man. I don't know, an ultimate with Minato, Jirai, and Naruto. No? You know, it's just uh, too much to ask, right? You know, this is just wow. And then another thing is, you gave Naruto the Uzumaki family an ultimate from a movie that he only did with his dad. Yeah. Oh, let's not forget that they had movie villains in the original Storm. Sorry, Ultimate Ninja games, and they never made it to the Storm games. There's the buddy from the first movie who used uh, the ice dragon style. Out of the game. Yeah. To your point, Jory, they used chakra suits that boosted their chakra and powers and reduced the damage that they received from chakra attacks. Concept that actually made a lot of sense in the movie. Not in the game. That's all I got. I, I, again, if y'all have anything, we can move on. I, I just, I, I was like, I, I wanted to wait to just give my perspective on the pod. No, everybody cool. Yeah, I'm cool, yeah. man. I'm cool, man. So, yeah. All right. <laughs> all right. So, moving right along, uh, we also got some other trailers. Uh, in this past week, some other reveals in this past week, one of them being Tekken 8. Tekken 8 now officially has 
uh, release date. It's it's dropping in late January. Um, salute to them for allowing a space for Mortal Kombat to take over the rest of the year because I think they knew what time it was. Um, not to say that the the reveal trailer wasn't um, good. You know, Jory Jory <laughs> Jory has had an amazing two weeks in terms of character reveals. You know, uh, Reptile confirmed the Reptile he wanted. And now Yoshimitsu apparently is making the base roster. I'm a man. I can, I, can, I can admit when I've been wrong. To me, it made all the sense in the world for him to sell them sell them because people will buy them. But Yoshimitsu is in the base roster of the game. Um, Namco Bandai is going against the grain when it comes to what we expect in modern-day fighters. We're getting 32 characters in the base roster. Uh, fellas, thoughts? I'm looking forward to it. Um, like I said, I, I still feel like Tekken is still like on a very coast, I would say. Yeah, like um, they've made some real interesting decisions. You know, we found Kuma has adopted the Heiachi, the Mishima fighting style. So I'm really looking forward to that. No more just paw slaps, boom. Mm-hmm. It's more of a mm-hmm. Even his new design, I was like, okay. I'm, it's campy, yes, but I'm looking forward to it. I actually thought it was a genius idea of like we're sticking, to, we're gonna stick to our word. Hayashi's not in the game, but we have Hayashi in the game, and it, it fits the lore. I, I like that idea. I I don't think it's campy at all. I think it's 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 actually pretty well executed, in my opinion. Go ahead. Um, other than that, bro, I'm just really I'm I'm really interested to really see like Yoshimitsu's fighting style. Um, they did show like his rage art, which you know, yes, of course, it's very flashy. But what is his actual fighting style like? And I feel like that really needs to be the next trailer, because that would literally. I mean, I'm gonna buy it regardless. But then I will think, like, especially after what you did with Konimitsu, um, Kitsune or Konimitsu. Oh, no, you're right, Konimitsu, Konimitsu. Yeah. Moving forward, that needs to be the new base of Yoshimitsu. No more hand. Okay. Well, I was told long ago that I would not see my favorite Manji era samurai ninja in the game. You would be behind the paywall, and I just feel I feel a deep sense of joy mm. as my character mm. Yoshimitsu is now. No longer part of this bundle. I get to play him, mm-hmm. and, and play him. I will. I think we're going to see more at the Tokyo Game Show, which is in September. That's why they didn't show us anything. Gamescom was a very, you know, hey, just in case, let's show something. Just mm-hmm. keep some interesting momentum up, because why else would you do that? Um, another interesting thing was uh, Harada was not um, happy about the leaks. So um, he kind of, in kind of like, mentioned that you know that roster that leak that was a very early uh, build. So don't don't think it's gonna be exactly what you see here. So you know those remaining characters that I mentioned in the chat, um, they might actually might not actually be in the game. So we, we they might actually just be they might become DLC now. Mm. So. Um, you know what I'm saying, but uh, yeah, I think um, I think that's probably why they didn't show us too much um, as far as the fighting styles. 
I think we're gonna see all of that in Tokyo Game Show. But I'm I'm happy, man. I'm excited. I love the redesign. Um, I actually never had a problem with any of Yoshimitsu's designs, man. Even Seven. A lot of people didn't like Seven. I actually thought Seven was something I never seen before. And I mm -hmm. love when you you know I love experimenting. You know, and then that that thing was just cool to me. You know, tentacles. It was going for the alien, whereas um, many of the designs kind of go for predator with the sword. Yeah. So I thought I thought this was version was cool. Um, and I like that they they're willing to embrace that. Like that's just comes with the character. Like you're gonna get something yeah. different every time. Something different every time. Mm. Because Yoshimitsu one has nothing in common with three. Like nothing, mm -hmm. nothing whatsoever. Yoshimitsu four is a beetle. <laughs> you know say he's an insect mm -hmm. insect armor and completely different um so i think that was um very look I mean, I'm, I'm happy man i, I think uh, this is going to be a very good year for me as far as me getting what i want um i think yoshimitsu is going to probably pull from soul caliber series and if he pulls from that um so caliber six yoshimitsu man it's gonna be it's gonna be crazy mm. It's gonna be, uh, it's gonna be nuts. I, I have a feeling he's gonna pull from. Um, he's definitely gonna pull from that, um, and he's just gonna be a little bit. We, we, I, I want to see how he's gonna play, but I think he's gonna be very interesting. Um, so the yeah with with uh, Tekken man, I'm, I'm I think it's dope. Yeah, that's it. Okay. Are there any characters like I know Timmy? I mentioned in the chat that like you're a little surprised that there's been nothing in regards to Eddie Gordo. Um, being announced. Is there anything that you guys, you know, now that, you know, a character like Yoshimitsu is confirmed to be in the base roster, are there any characters that, um, should they get announced as DLC, you wouldn't mind, you know, uh, being part of the season pass? To be honest, bro, that's, Tech is in a very weird place, man. A very, very weird place that I don't, I don't even know. I don't even know. I would have thought a lot of more. I would th to be honest, I would have thought a lot more characters from the final Tekken roster of seven would have been in the base game. And because my, like right my, away, thing, right? my, my my thing right away is like, bro, if they didn't die, where are they? Mm -hmm. Because it's like, and that's why I said that that was the issue that I had with Tekken Seven. It was like they resold us a lot of classic characters, like Julia Chang, Armored King, Anna Williams. Like, I'm glad that, yeah, we got Leroy back as a base roster character, but where is, and I know Jory might hate me for this, but where is Faku Ramen? Well, Where's Tekken like Sagami? <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah, nobody like him. Okay. Like him. Yeah. okay. That's, that's the truth, man. Nobody like him. Like, okay. They only picked him because they were like, yo, this is the closest thing I'm going to get to Bruce. Right, so, okay. <laughs> so they picked him. You know what I'm saying? This is the closest thing we get to Bruce, man. And he's gonna come back, man. I'm he, uh, uh, who Bruce? I'm yeah, I'm confident, man. Those those uh those file data files after what Harada said, I have hope, man. He might hit come control back. all delete, bro, because of, of the leak. You never know. No, nah, no, nah, man. Uh, let me tell you. Let me tell you. Strong, strong. Yes, Eddie Gordo's coming back. Whether he's I mean, in the DLC or not, I don't know. I mm -hmm. think Christy might be DLC before Eddie would be. Um, that's just how I feel. Or you, you don't think it'll be the other way around? Because I feel like they could they could always sell Eddie, right? Like Eddie, for like for me, for example, like I whenever I think of Eddie, I immediately think of Tekken Three. You know, like he he does have that nostalgia factor that Christy might not, in comparison. 
Um, nah, I think, I think, I think Eddie Gordo is going to probably, cause, cause like, you know, if that's the case, Armor King to, who's Armor King the King? That's what Christie is to Eddie Gordo. You know, so that's how I feel about that. I think um, mm-hmm. I'll, they'll put Eddie first. Now we're in a, you know, we're in a era where we're not trying to incorporate the thirst, the thirsty guys. We're not trying to, uh, um, sell to them or whatever so we're gonna do everything we can to mitigate those those weird guys that like they want is christy gonna be in the game dude you know what i'm saying like nah. yeah so, so I, I think i think they're okay. gonna pull away from that that's something if you really want christy you're gonna pay for her um think master raven I, will be dlc master raven yeah she yeah she might be she might be and she might be packaged with uh koni mitsu once again she might mm. even end in with anna I think that pack people will buy. Mm-hmm. Um, it could be you could probably call it lethal weapon, lethal ladies, femme fatale, whatever you want to call it. But um, I mm-hmm. think that definitely will be probably um, an interesting pack. Uh, with Master Raven, they're gonna have to change her. Uh, they're gonna have to add some subtleties, and make some big differences. Um, I think Fenway is gonna make it in, hands down. Not not because mm-hmm. of the leaks, but I think he's gonna make it in because he's too. He's one of those characters now. If he's not in the game, it doesn't feel doesn't feel right um and i, I mean, think it's, it's happened the tech the yeah the tekken before. five the tekken five um characters are that's a very that was a very strong strong um new character list man dragonov mm. like you you're almost never gonna get a game without dragonov it's almost a crime now mm-hmm. um and i think lee's gonna make it back man. i have a feeling okay yeah, but base roster or DLC? <sighs> base. Okay. Overlay. Yeah, overlay. Okay. I don't know. I think if Tekken really wants to um actually make an and an, like make a make a, a last attempt punch just to stand to survive Mortal Kombat's um wave, they have to do that. They have to give us Eddie. They have to give us Fenway, they have to give us um, characters that we want, and after that, they'll be fine. Everything else could be DLC, and we'll be fine with it. You know, you could, we'll be fine with it. I think they have to. At this point, Mortal Kombat's press run was so short, and for what it felt like they were so out effective. longer. <laughs> yeah, but they, so it, they were, it's so it was so short. That's how much confidence we were like, man, is Mortal Kombat going to even be good with all the chaos that's going on with DC Beyond Doors? And mm-hmm. we was like, no, they're perfectly fine. But the thing is, it's so perfect. They said, you know, we don't even have to spend this much money. On marketing and or anything like that. Now, yeah. now look at it. Like, I'm, for me, I, I know there's more. I really believe like, we haven't seen any. They showed us everything they wanted us to see. Mm-hmm. So the story, I don't know how long that can, um, story mode is going to be, but NRS knows that who their fans are. Um, story-driven people, gameplay-driven people. Now you have the perfect, the perfect storm. Um, so back to Tekken, like I think Tekken now they're probably gonna do a shorter press run after seeing the effects of what Mortal Kombat has done. <laughs> yeah, you know, um, because boy, yeah, uh, man, I just never thought, I never thought that was gonna uh, take place, you know. So yeah, for me, man, they gotta give us what we want. 
Um, those other characters, yeah, they have to they have to give us stuff we want. It gotta be stuff we want. But do you guys feel like okay? So the the, the thing that's kind of like pressing for me the most with Tekken, right, is that I feel like compared to Street Fighter, compared to Mortal Kombat, each game has had their own unique angles of how they presented themselves, right? So with Street Fighter, it was a mixture of yes, the roster, um, but also you know the approach to offline single player content. Right, as well as the modes, right? People are, have been ranting and raving how much they love the drive mode and the changes to the combat system for Street Fighter, right? For Mortal Kombat, it's been a you know pick 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 you know it's it's the roster, it's the the reapproach of the story, you know, um, it's the way that they're um, implementing an assist system, right, for the first time in in these games, right? With Tekken, it's like Tekken to me so far hasn't necessarily done anything outstanding, but what but everything is very solid, right? Again, getting a 32-character roster out the gate, unheard of for an IP as big as Tekken, right? Um, customization, right? We saw in the customization trailer, hey, uh, we've heard y'all. If you don't like Paul's hairstyle, here's a costume. Put him back in his old one with, with the high top. It's right there for you. We're not selling it to you. Take it. You know, um, here's a solid online uh, lobby system. You know, uh, we already know, you guys know, we know that you know that we'll have rollback in this game. Is, is you guys feel like Tekken's approach is this, we're going to just drop a solid fighter? Or is there something more like, what's the angle you think Tekken's going to come with of being like, you want to buy us in general? I think, I think Tekken, if Tekken, I think Tekken's lobby is weak. That lobby mode really? is a little too weak. Yeah, it's too weak. Compared because Street Fighter did the same thing. So mm-hmm. now when I, when I look at Street Fighter's own, well, it's, their, lobby system, their lobby system is more classic anime fighter lobby system. You know, the mm-hmm. whole chibi style and yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. It's different. It's different. Like, because, like, yeah, like, all right. Because I would say, like, Street Fighter's lobby system, that's more of a actual hub, hub, hub world. Mm-hmm. And, you know, yeah, you know, that's not really Tekken style. So yeah, like you know, here's the anime chibi. Because remember, they they honor their roots. Mm-hmm. So and that's why I that's why I looked at it as that. I was like, all right, well that's cool, because you know, Blaze Blue has it, um, and so many other games have it. And then of course, like yeah, so of course they would have it too. Okay. So it's not a direct direct copy. Like yes, and I get it that you know, with these three flagships being released a couple of months from each other, every, there's a lot of comparison between them. But, you know, they're all different in their own different ways. And then, you know, we still have to respect that. But then, yes, I'll, you know, it goes back to our point. But what makes you truly want to buy this? To be honest, I feel like Tekken is just going more the classic route. We, we know that this story is coming to an end. This is the latest Tekken on latest system hardware. Hopefully, yes, they, they might integrate some new gameplay com- mechanics. And I do think the story is going to get a little bit more deeper this round, especially with the um, bringing back um, Jin's mother into the mix. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, Mortal Kombat is in a fresh new coat of paint, new story, new world. So, yes, they've added more longevity to this. They're like, yeah, you know, we, we got some more coming. But then, you know, look at Street Fighter. It's at a standstill. You created a pretty product. But is at a standstill in terms of story, so they all have a very—they're all in a very weird place of life. I think with Tekken, I think Tekken's gonna be okay. Like, uh, you know, versus with with um, I, yeah, I honestly think Tekken's gonna be okay. We're just—I'm going off of just the 
the marketing. But Tekken's going to be just as fine, man. Tekken's going to be fine. When I say fine, fine, Tekken is going to be fine. Because Tekken, for what Tekken 7 did, man, Tekken 7 is, Tekken 7's power is on another level now. Tekken is bigger than it ever was, you know, and in its entire lifespan. You know, no more of these arcade pocket fights held at your local library. Yo, we doing it on the big stage. And those Mm. fights are entertaining. They are entertaining. The the Tekken fights. Now, the thing is, Tekken does have new mechanics, the the heat system. Yeah. So the heat system basically allows you to do crazy mix-up and links, stuff that you were never able to do before. You know, like, so now... Like a large Chidori Chidori fist. Yeah, Yeah. you know, like, (laughs) you know, you got Kazuya doing the electric fist how many times, you know, and if you can't stop, you're not good enough to stop it, then it is what it is. So definitely Mm -hmm. more fast pace. Um, And I think Tekken's going to be fine. The the thing where people are, um, the chatter that's actually getting, you know, and people like, yo, maybe maybe Tekken is, because some people... I have a buddy of mine says, yo, I can't tell the difference between Tekken 7 and 8. And I was like, well, you can. I said, Ooh. there's a big difference. No, I know yeah, that. I was he, like, there's a yeah. big difference. There's a, he, there's he, a difference in dripping. graphics. I'm like, when's the last time did you see? Uh, even the movement, the animation is way yeah, more on he's tripping. And like, he's tripping. So I'm like, okay, so what do you, what do you, like, what am I seeing that he's not seeing? Is it the lighting? Is it the lighting looking, the character hair? Because I can see where people could, from a distance, you were like, oh, okay. But for me, it's not. Uh, the graphics is there. I think, to your friend's defense, it, it may not be as distinct of a graphical I difference. See, you wanted it to be, right? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I remember, like, some of the initial um, uh, alarms between uh, Mortal Kombat 11 and the one reboot is that it didn't look as big of a graphical jump um, in terms of character models until you started looking at the lighting. Where it's like the bright stages now on that game are bright. They're colorful. Yeah. Johnny Cage's yeah. mansion, you would have never seen a stage like that in K11. It's night and day. Whereas like with Tekken, we haven't, other than the stage that kind of got rolled out with a Ravens trailer, we haven't really seen too many stages where you're just like, wow, this is completely different than I've seen before. That Peru yeah. stage was pretty dope. It was, but I mean, but it's it's still kind of like in the in the like to me when I thought of the Peru stage, it kind of made me think of Soul Calibur a little bit in terms of like so you know like it's a it's it's different and it's dynamic, but it's not like this is Tekken on another level, you know that if that makes sense. Yeah, I don't know, man. Those stages look pretty crazy to me, man. No, I, they do. I'm just saying in terms of like again, like you said, from a distance of like okay, if I was to say this is Tekken Seven, this is Tekken Eight, you know, what's the thing that like grabs you immediately? Uh, besides animation, of course. And then well, to be honest, I mean, when they when they announced June is back, I was like, I am so happy, bro, because it's <laughs> like, bro, it's been a long time coming, man. Because first of all, I mean, I get it, and I'm glad that you know they gave us a deeper story of from like with Kazuya and his mother and the devil gene and her being from a rival clan trying to kill Heihachi since he was the current head. And you know what's the easiest way to get close to him, man? marry him and have his kids mm-hmm. and it was like wow it's like wow like since birth my parents were at war with each other and that war came over to me so i am interested to see like how this story plays out between Jin, um june and kazuya because i'm like all right well bro she obviously loved your father in the other way that she had you 
to some extent. And, and now we're able, and now we're able to see how much did he really care for her? Because you know that was that was never really something that we saw like in Tekken Two and stuff like that. Remember, because Tekken Two was always the fight about the the final battle. It was always about the final battle, mm-hmm. and that's why I really appreciated the Tekken anime. And you know, it goes back to what I said: multiple different areas for the property. Like, bro, Tekken Bloodline, that was the best Tekken Tekken um three story ever, bro. It was very detailed, and it's like. I, and after playing just a little blasphemous for like, no Eddie Gordo, but go ahead. Yeah, and after playing <laughs> Tekken Seven, I'm like, yeah, bro, like ain't no Kazuya slander over here. My boy is a victim. Mm-hmm. Don't don't say nothing about this man. Oh man, so I, <laughs> people like Kazuya for different reasons, man. Like so, and it, so like it really opens up a lot of doors for storytelling. And it's like, yeah, well, bro, I really want to see this relationship between June and Kazuya. I really want to see what is it? What are they? So could that and, be the angle of like the of what makes Tekken Eight stand out? Is just like the story and and the, the connection yes, of the dots. I, okay. I would I would I would because and, and that's what I'm saying, bro. When he killed Hey Hachi, bro, like that final punch, bro, you felt that, bro. Like wow, this is really it. Like mm. there's no more last minute. Re- revives or some natural helicopters fly like, out, shooting no. rocket launchers and scoop them up. <laughs> he is dead. He is dead. Jack robots fall from the sky, and you know. <laughs> oh man, I love Tekken Five's opening, man, bro. That oh, was a, it. Man. Was amazing. I'm not gonna lie, it was pretty fun. My goodness, top tier. He is dead. So it was like, yeah, bro, you're really feeling this story because you could tell even with them, they wanted to upgrade a bit. Yeah, the story took some time to get like a little grease into it. But mm-hmm. as it started to get near the end, it's like, bro, hey, Hachi blew up the G Corp with a satellite, bro. Killed thousands of people in the blast just to get to his son, just for your son to just go all devil mode and say, I'm coming for you. Yeah, fly over to yeah. the which was pretty. That was, yeah. Yeah, Tekken Seven is a story about it. Was, there's a couple parts I'm like, mm, but for the especially towards the, the the latter end of it, it got really really good. You know, so yeah. interesting. You know, so crazy. Um, the Mishima fighting style it came from uh, Finn Wei's clan. Hmm. Yeah. So the uh, the God Fist it originated from well uh, from where Finn Wei is from. I can't, I'm not gonna say his clan, but he's searching for the scroll. He said, "Yo, this that's his that's his storyline." And so I thought that was cool. So he's gonna he's gonna be in there. I don't know how much he's gonna be a part of the story, but he, um, you got they gotta put Lay in there because him and Lay have beef. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They gotta put Lay in there, man. Uh-huh. But that's the thing I wonder because I feel like in you know separate conversations before we even started the pod, like I've spoken to you, Joy, about this. I've spoken to you, Tim, about this. It's like I one of the things that I find aggravating as a more casual Tekken fan is that. You kind of find out that there's so much more depth to these other characters and their stories that doesn't really get elaborated on unless you go looking for it. Like yeah. for me, as like an ultra casual fan, I didn't know there was two versions of King. You know what I'm saying? Like I didn't know there yeah. was like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah King, yeah, yeah. King who died, and then someone who was inspired yeah. and it kind of took up the mantle. I didn't, I didn't know. I had no idea. Yeah. Yeah, you know what crazy. I'm saying? It's just like because we don't, they don't spend enough time on these iconic Tekken characters. Yeah. Right where it's like I, I remember texting Tim when uh, Tekken Bloodlines was airing, and it's like, are we finally gonna get to see Paul fight Kuma? Nope, off screen again. You know what I'm saying? It's like, bro, I want to see this man take down a grizzly bear. 
with the mission of fighting style. That sounds fire to me. You know, it's like these things that is like, there's these important moments of these other key characters that just kind of get skipped over in order for it to get back to the family feud. You know, and that's kind of the thing, like, I hope kind of gets elaborated on at least a little bit uh, in Tekken 8 of like these other characters with very pivotal storylines. I think with all fighting games, man, they need to implement mechanics only for the storyline so people can go back to it. Because. You know what I'm saying? With the fight, you need to have exclusive. Um, that's what I liked about the Naruto games, man. I know they're completely different, but the Naruto games, like, there were things where, like, yo, you have to catch this energy blast and throw it back at, mm-hmm. at um, the, 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 the tailed beast or whatever. Um, I, I thought that was like, yo, that's brilliant. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, yo, you got to make sure you don't get hit for like 30 seconds. Um, you, you need these unique. Lee, um, and I think So Calibur did that almost like perfectly without them trying to do it. The Weapon Master modes, oh mm-hmm. man, I remember dog for the Xbox man. I would, I was on that thing every. They turned it into an RPG, not really, because you would have to try to get special weapons. Some weapons gave you extra life, some weapons didn't. Um, and um, I think with Tekken, they need to implement like special mechanics to where like. You know, okay, it's okay to have a, a time cutscene. It's a fighting game, you know, where, yo, if I do this correctly, I'll have more life and he'll have less life because he's a cheat code in, in itself. Fighting mm-hmm. Kazuya when you're um trying to trying to beat Akuma <laughs> on the final. Akuma's Raging Demon, man. If you That fight not was so jump, aggravating. Yo, forget it. It man. was Even so Kaz- aggravating, yo. Kazuya versus Heihachi, <laughs> man. That thing was crazy, man. And you mm-hmm. need to have... I think Tekken 7 needs to do that, man. Because if you're not going to give us a, a Tekken Force, okay, fine. At least have special mechanics to where, like, you add a tag system inside the story mode just to okay. get people, like, tri- <gasps> you know? I think that's what they should, they need to do for their next um, ideas in fighting games, man. Because it's like... I liked how they did it. It's cool how they did it in 7. But I wanted mm. more from it, man. In my mind, Tekken, Tekken Force is what I really want to play. But you know, I mean, you and I both. You know, but you know what I'm saying. I, I but I, I don't know if they're yet. gonna. I don't know if they're gonna go that route. But um, you know, if you did want to make an impact uh, on uh, you know, marketing, um, uh, marketing, um, your your game, your product, I think you guys should, you know, you guys should consider that, man. That's what's gonna yeah. give you guys the edge against Mortal Kombat. Because Mortal Kombat's I, heat momentum's not dying anytime soon. <laughs> That thing's gonna bleed all <laughs> into January, all yeah. into February next year. It's just, it's just not gonna. I mean, they have to do something drastic. Either they might even have to delay it. Well, because that's and, that, and we can move into Mortal Kombat after this. Um, but mm-hmm. that's my thing is like, and that's why I asked you guys that topic is like, I think in terms of from a solid right, if, if we're talking about. Uh, a solid investment, right, of a of a consumer's money, of a player's money, to get thirty two characters in the base roster, to get a rollback netcode out the gate, to get um, a lobby system that you know may not may not be uh, spectacular but functions, right? I think these are key things, and I, I wonder if if the Tekken team is like we're just going to drop a really solid fighting game, right? So let's just say that they don't do anything with spectacle. Do you guys feel like that's enough for Tekken to still be kind of like? Yeah. You know, breaking records and things like yeah. that. Like, does it need yeah. something to to like 
carry out to Mortal Kombat levels to Street Fighter levels, or no, you know, if, if, you feel like this is enough. Tech, if Tekken plays well, man, and people get creative with that heat system, because now, like to Tim's point, Tekken, Tekken twenty twenty four, not gonna be Tekken twenty six. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Tech, when I say Tekken twenty six, I mean in the year like the updates, right? Of the them characters that's it, yeah. now mm-hmm. available now. The stages that's now available now. It's coming with mini games. They're not going to use the Unreal Engine for nothing, for nothing, and for it not mm-hmm. to be a full, full, full package. Bowling you know, is coming back. Bowling's coming back. New modes is coming back. I think we're going to mm-hmm. get a Tekken Force. Um, and we probably might pay for it, but I think so. I think, uh, I, Tim, I think, I think so. so. I don't think it's like impossible. I said, why not? Like people want the product. Just it's just not a part a of the Tekken beat him up, bro. That. While the beat up drama is on its way back, it's Spin having a renaissance right now. When we get to that, when we get that, when mm-hmm. we get to that, we'll, we'll address it, man. Um, okay. but but yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, I think Tekken's gonna be Tekken's gonna be straight, man. Tekken's gonna be fine. We just we're just we we're more surprised at how little Mortal Kombat has done, and it being almost everything that was supposed to be done. Yeah, they have an that, almost they have an unfair advantage because it's a fresh start. It's Liu Kang stuff that makes sense. Liu Kang now is the, um, Liu Kang now is the uh the the wise counselor and Raiden is mm-hmm. now, and it's like man, I'm not mad at this. So now I got more questions. Kung Lao at Kung Lao is what? <laughs> Kung Lao is still Kung Lao. Great Same way Luthor is still Luthor. <laughs> Great segue, bro. So let's get let's get into it, right? So Mortal Kombat, they drop a new trailer. We get General Shao, right? We get Sindel. Um uh Shujinko makes his appearance um as a as a cameo. Um they they even went the extra step of- <laughs> He's coming as DLC, See? man. He's coming as DLC. <laughs> the, the mimic character as DLC. He's listen, no, I mean, when I say going, when, going, when, when hold up, hold up. When you say mimic character, Sujinko had people's moves. He was not like a Mokujin. He's a, he's a he mimic character. Bro, not, that's the same thing. No, that no, no. Mokujin, Mokujin played as a character, just swapped skin. Sujinko had characters' moves within yes, his repertoire. Which they showed in his cameo fighting style. He just copies if you didn't know copy tim, copy and paste if you didn't know tim he had that same overhead in armageddon and okay. deception so what i'm saying is he still has regular punches but his special moves were taken from everybody he was more like a seth versus a mokujin straight pay he's more like and a seth what, and you saw what happened to that right we don't want that because the next game Seth came in, they redid his entire moveset. They made him an original character. And then the thing about Shijinko that made him so special was the story mode that you play with him. So, of course, introducing a mimic character with no story, who wants that? Now, who wants Street Fighter's versions? I think NRS can do a good job. They've proved it to us before. Let them do it again. So, let's... We can't go off of one company's rendition of of uh, of a, a, a genjutsu versus a jujitsu kaisen's version of genjutsu. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Okay. We can't go off of that. You mm. completely different properties, same concept. Okay, 
I just don't get hurt. I just, I just, I'm, I was just glad that they found like games are finally getting rid of mimic characters because I feel like that's a waste of the characters. No, no, it it is because it's when you fight, when you fight like Cervantes and you're, it's just a different skin, or you're Edge Master and you fight like everybody else is just a different skin. Yeah, that's horrible. Just like when they gave us a Soul Calibur Five, we had three mimic characters, three. You had Okadan. You had Keelik, whatever his name is. You had Elysium, who is, is just, it was horrible. They all fought like um, Setsuka, Patroclos, the second evolution. You know, that was horrible. Versus Sujinko actually having his own combos, but then, wait. He can do Scorpion's Get Over Here. He can do uh, Sindel's Overhead. You, no. no. It's not. He it's not the same. He, he, he can stay a cameo. For yeah, like yeah, 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 yeah. But he, it's not he, the same. He's in a, he, no, he's in the same boat as Striker for me. He doesn't need to come back. <laughs> well, Striker's Striker is not coming back for different reasons though. Too. Yeah, but it's not Stryker, that Striker Stryker can't Stryker. be. No, here just but then, even, but then the thing <laughs> of that made, the thing that made Shijinko relevant was the story about the Kami Dogu, and then those are obviously gone. So it's like, yeah, like, yeah, you know, nostalgia is the reason why people love him. But then, to be honest, bro, he's paperweight to me. So, Tim, you don't feel like there's anything that they could do with Shijinko that could breathe new life to the character? They would have to revamp his entire fighting style, bro. They would have Mm -hmm. to revamp it. And honestly, and that's where I I see the potential in Mortal Kombat 1 is like, because look what they did with Tanya. Like, that's what made me think, like, all right, bro, Jade is definitely a cameo now, y'all boys, because you gave her a staff. Speaking of Jade, did you guys like, see that yeah. tweet I sent you guys? No. Okay. I sent a tweet in the group chat of, of uh, apparently a Stan account for Jade and a Stan account for women fight, fighting characters everywhere. Yeah. Um, yeah. Where she was wow. like, how is it that we can have the return of all the original male ninjas in Mortal Kombat, but yet characters like Jade and Sonya can be put on the cutting room floor? Why is that? Why can't Jade be in the in the base roster game just like these male ninjas? Why do they get priority? I mean, and, I and, like, it, and at the same and time, she, they're just as important. A, and then yeah. she is a ninja. She because I get oh. the, I get the reason why Sonya is not in this because when you look at Lee May, what is she? Oh, an outworld ex cop. Military. Yeah, pretty much Mil- military. Mm. And Genia Police Force, basically. And yeah, and when you and when you look at her moves, even some of her projectiles look pe- like Sonya, like minus the wrist, the little technological. Mm-hmm. It's like, bro, she she's basically Sonya, basically. So how do we? I mean, get, I, how do we feel about that, guys? I mean, if you look at it, right? It's like, granted, again, I I, I will say as a default, I don't think that Nether Realm has a bad history of representation. Um, in the series, I think we've had no, not Asian all, fighters, not black fighters, Indian fighters. You know, like I think they do a good job. But you look at it and it's just like, okay, you know, we have Catania and Melina. We have Sindel, who's looking even closer to her daughters than she's ever looked before, right? It's like, yeah, no, no, that's their mom for sure. <laughs> you know, like no doubt about it. But it's just like, all right, Tanya is now officially black, right? She was black in one iteration of Mortal Kombat, then it, we were just kind of unsure. Now she's officially she turned- black. She turned Armenian in in, in ten, yeah. in eleven. <laughs> she's Armenian. She got a little um, ethically ambiguous for a little while, but now yeah. she, she's 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 black. And and again, like Tim said, Jade is probably not going to be at least not on the base roster. It man, you know, uh, and like Tanya, Tim said, she's a ninja. Tanya do look like a cameo man. So who said that in the chat? She do look like a cameo man. 
was like, oh, man. No, Jay, oh, yeah, Jay, Jay, Jay yeah. is definitely, definitely a cameo, bro, because that was very weird to me. And then, you know, the thing about it is, like, Tanya has had different weapons in past Mortal Kombat games, like, that were very unique to her. So I was like, why would you give her a staff? Mm-hmm. So that's just that's just how that's just how I feel, bro. But yeah, like you know, General yeah. Shaw, bro. I I like the axe. I was like, bro, that's pretty dope. The axe is pretty dope, and you can tell he's much faster. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I definitely feel. And then looking past at past pictures, there was some YouTubers that highlighted like maybe Shao Kahn and Onaga were always related, because when you look at their helmets, you see the horn shape. And mm-hmm. I was like, and then now they have actually given him horns. And then they've always said, like, you know, especially as, like, when he went from, like, Mortal Kombat um, 11 and onward, he had dragon-like characteristics. Mm-hmm. He had the skin. He had the horns coming from his elbows, the scales, the eyes. And now, oh, boy, got the horns, bro. So, like, maybe his people, and because you can wait... You can wait that they've they put like Adenia as like this fairy tale magic world with a bunch of different species because now the humanoid people are the Adenians. Mm-hmm. Any any human like person is an Adenian. Then you have the Shokins, then you have the Centaurians, and then you have General Shao's race, who is like of dragon like qualities. So yeah. I'm thinking, yeah, like bro, Onaga might be his actual ancestor. Oh yeah, I don't like this Liu Kang dude. I'm going to summon an ancient power that my ancestors use back in the day. And I'm going to mm-hmm. take you out. I'm going to take this throne. You're about to be my wife and have my kids. Bada boom, bada bing. Bro, this and is then, the beginning of Sindel's villain, villain arc for sure. Oh, <laughs> oh a lot no, of people's no. villain. Yeah. yeah she's Sindel was like, she's a, a good of... character. I was like, no, she's going to start off good. But no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> To be honest, you could tell it's going to be that way for everybody, bro, because the Luke, the, the Lin Kuei going rogue, bro, that, that fight scene in the cafe, I was like, yeah, bro, they're basically the Foot Clan. I mean, do, do you guys still want to break down the characters or do you want to uh, pivot to that? Because I, I want to talk can, about that, can, too. We can go there. Yeah? Yeah, we can uh, go there. Okay. First of all, let me say, you know, there's there's moments in time where, especially throughout 10, eh, where like throughout eleven, right, and even now with the reboot, that I forget how much NetherRealm can put attention to detail when they really want to, and I think there was no greater example of that than that seventeen-minute story mode trailer that IGN dropped, because, like Tim said, you're seeing, you know, in in in, a, in a pre, even in the previous Mortal Kombat's, right, take this exact same scenario, it would have just been Smoke, Sub Zero, and Scorpion walking up to do whatever they need to do. In this iteration, it's no, it's not. They're there, but it's the Lin Kuei. There's other ninjas there, other nameless, not as popular ninjas there to to showcase the fact that it is, yes, a tribe, a, a clan of people, right? The fact that they, they took the time of having Madame Bo, who might have other oh, implications, right? She Absolutely. Hands down. Right, you, yeah, right? You, you There's something you more to her character. mistakenly do that. Yeah, right? So you have Madame Bo, who... And who, she could fight... Who, and she could fight, right? Hmm. You know, when I saw so you, that. You I was that. like, "Yo, what?" Yeah. Right. You have that. You have the fact that even something as silly as Buddy, who's casually drinking his beer while Sub Zero and Kung Lao are throwing hands, like ice is being thrown everywhere. He's man using it to cool his drink and continue pouring sake. It's like, bro, I'm like Nether when they want to. I'm just like, yo, this is like 
again, they continue to raise the bar on what a fighting game story mode can look like. It looks like a world. The fact that they even took the time to animate scenes of Kung Lao and Raiden harvesting cabbage in a field, bro. In a field. The fact that Kung Lao gets the inspiration to toss his hat and then sees a, a blade and it's like, oh, that's a good idea. It's like, man, wow. You know? You can't use Kung Lao's full moveset because he doesn't know how to do the, the hat toss yet. Mm-hmm. Raiden doesn't have his mm-hmm. electrical powers yet. Mm-hmm. You know, the fact that he's kind of Kung Lao's inferior in this moment. And now you're like, oh, maybe this is what leads on his path to be the uh, uh, Liu Kang's new chosen one. It's just like, wow. Man. But go ahead, Tim. I was just, since we're segue into it, I'm just the story mode. No, nah, man, that's dope, man. And then, you know, with the whole Kronika reveal, and it was just like, yep, all right, that's the missing character that, you know, people have been wondering about. It, it has to be. It has to be, bro. And, you know, we already know that if there's going to be a big twist because I think Kronika and Garrus are the same person. I think that they are. Mm. Like, you know, we've, you know, a lot of people have been experimenting with the whole Irochimaru <laughs> thing and this and that. As long as that essence is out there, it can always be resurrected. And, you know, Garrus was of Kronika's creation. Had mm-hmm. some of her powers and stuff like that. So it's like, yeah, bro. I do feel that Kronik- Garrus is Kronika. Do you guys and, feel like Kronika uh, deserves a second chance, so to speak? Because a lot of people didn't like her in yeah. Eleven. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I do feel like, you know, this is her, like, outside of the whole new era thing, just in front of the hourglass, just being a boss. Like, she's literally the shadow behind the scenes. Because, like mm. I said, I was like, dog, what could happen that Liu Kang did not see it coming? And then, yeah. It's right under your nose. Oh, mm-hmm. Garrus, my good friend. <laughs> and then remember, and remember what I showed you with the the, the meme with um, um, Tim Drake turning to the Joker. I was mm-hmm. like, bro, it's it's right in front of us, bro. Come on, like it, it, that is that is Kronika. That is Kronika. Because mm-hmm. yes, it makes sense. He he is of her, so he technically is her. He's he's the black Zetsu of her Kaguya, essentially. <laughs> her living will and testament. Wow. Um, no, no, that is a that is a perfect example. That is, and that's where I feel like this story is going to go. Like you said, bro, we need some more villains. And I was like, well, Quan Chi is DLC. Mm-hmm. But he's in the game. Uh, well, yeah, yeah. He'll, he'll show up. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna show up in the game because you did see the green fireball, mm-hmm. and we all know that's his signature move. So like yeah, you got havoc. You have, um, General Shao to an extent. Like you could even consider um, Lin Kuei. I'm, I'm disappointed in this havoc. Mm-hmm. I'm a little disappointed in havoc. Not as far as aesthetic. Not as far as look. Um, not as far as fighting style. There was more of an ominous presence about the original. Um, like mysteriousness to um this uh, um chaotic character who spoke very calmly and for me he's he's a little too on the heavy side of chaotic versus maybe they might do a character um transition later but havoc in um deception and in armageddon deception at least when you interact with them he had a more his voice acting was more on point it was like look at um um sujinko did you find the relic 
like sure but he like a lot of how he delivered his ideas and thoughts were extremely scary he was like wow uh, you you would think a chaotic guy would be someone who's on Adderall or someone who's talking like a Bakugo. I'll kill you, you know. But this one was a like mm, mm, interesting, interesting. So it, he was he had this um, inherent wisdom about him, but you know it led to chaos. And there was so many things uh, um, fearful, um, terrifying, terrifying about him. I'm like, yo, if this guy wanted to take over, he could do it. That's that's what I don't get from this um, from this havoc. The Havoc before seemed to have, like, you know, Quan Chi, Shang Tsung, these guys are the top dogs. But if I really wanted to, I'm the Aizen that they don't understand that it actually needs to be. And the only person who's getting in my way is Hotaro because he's too sharp. You know? And that's Whoa. that's my disappointment. Because you go, go ahead, guys, when you get the free time, just go watch that entire... It's only, like, 12 minutes. Watch mm. that entire um little deception run. And the voice acting, um, the voice acting, his philosophy, his jokes, you know, he had like very, he, he used to, he would joke, but it would be very, it'd be like, yo, that's, that's, it's, <laughs> you know, it reveals a little too much about his, like, yo, this guy is crazy if he's joking this way. Well, you know, that's, you know, that's like, my whole thing with them. That's why I was kind of like, ah, uh, you know, what is Quan Chi without being, Oh, without the deep voice, you know, being the Lex Luthor of the um mm. of the Immortal Combat of realm, as for, yeah. of Outworld, you know, as as Shang Tsung is the um uh Razagul of Mortal Kombat. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like uh, you know, th- like that Havoc was like Bane, but more Havoc with, was- with he was like a more rational Joker, I guess. You yeah, could say. yeah, more rational Joker, but it was just, and I, it was refreshing because it wasn't like, oh, I'm chaos, 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 this, da, da, da. It was more like Batman. Actually, mm, the Joker makes a lot of sense. You know, I think we should do this, that, da, da. but it was crazy. You know, um, so that's that's what my little disappointment with Havoc. He just seems to, um, oh yeah, I'll kill you, you know. I was like, come on, man, who can't see that coming? The the momentum of what Mortal Kombat once presenting, he would have been a perfect fit to expand upon. Pulling stuff from the comic book and adding this now, this guy is yo, he's really a chaos um mage, you know? So you feel like he, he could I mean we don't know, right? We don't yeah, I don't know if he's gonna role. change later yeah, later, mm. but I, so far, you know, he seems like a charge guy. Like he seems like a Bakugo, you know. Mm. very uh you know uh yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna do this no matter what see that storyline with that temperament is more interesting with the guy who's you know i'm really tired of the way things are being ran i don't like order but he's talking very calmly you know that sells and he had the voice actor did a su- such a good job because he was like um i think um when um sujinko encountered him for the first time he was like oh yes Welcome to the realm of chaos. There's a, uh, there's a, cler- um, there's a, uh, I don't know who gave him the mission, but it was someone to confront Noob Cyborg. So he had to go. I know they collaborate at some point. Mm. Yeah. And then the way he agreed to teach Sujinko the ways of chaos was even interesting to me too. So it's like, man, you know, I don't want to see a, a male version of Melina because that's what he's given off to me in a way, you know. You already have Baraka, and now you got this guy who's almost having the same. I'm always angry character, so 
That's how well, I felt about it. Well, the thing about it is, bro, and I think the reason why, all right, yeah, because you got to get it, yes. Some of the 3D era stuff is very dated. And when you look at his fighting style, he's a kamikaze character. There's a part where he literally bashes his skull into you and he's coughing out blood because he broke his skull. And even like his x-ray, like he's beating you to the point where he's, his bones are exposed. Mm-hmm. And he's just like stabbing you. Like, so yes, hard, like, his arms break off type thing. So yeah. like, it's kind of like, yeah, like, yeah, I get it. His, his fighting style back in those three, it was weird. It was weird because next thing you know, he's doing like a conjuring full 360 turn hitting you at the same time. But it's just like, yes, this dude is like his, he's causing harm to himself as he's harming you. Yeah. So it's kind of like you wanted something to really embody that, I would say. And I think that's the direction that they were trying to go. Because, yeah, like, you know, some of these characters are getting a bit more emphasis on their story that you could tell they're very focused about identities this time around and yes like when you really look at it look how many calm villains we have Shang Tsung and Quan Chi are very char- charismatic for who mm-hmm. they are and you and you had great examples the Rachel Ghoul and the Lex Luthor like they're very they're very calm speaking very charismatic people Shao Kahn is the brute the brute who who gets the last say Shinnok was like to be honest bro Shinnok to me Never really had that much development all around. Never. Never. Only in four. It wasn't his fault, though. It wasn't yeah, his yeah. fault. He, he didn't have enough games to, like, do anything. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, yeah. So, like, yeah, like, you know, Havoc, and you could tell this is, like, a pre-Chaos Realm creation type of thing. Mm. And that's what is kind of giving the vibe off. So, yeah, a Kamikaze character. It expect could be Havoc's rise to power. His, his expect, you know, expect, how yeah, he expect, establishes the, the Chaos Realm. Expect the expect the unexpected, bro, mm. and that's how that's how I took it, because because okay. yeah, like you know, a lot of people wanted him in an eleven because he was hinted like twice. Yeah, he was hinted name like dropped. twice in eleven. <laughs> name he was name dropped twice, but nothing nothing came of it. Got a whole like storyline in the comics and everything. Because <laughs> people and were even like... saying, because people were even saying like, if you bring back Nightwolf, bring back the female one that was mentioned, like an ancestor. It was a female Makata, and I was like, yeah, that would be dope. Okay. So like, yeah, like you know, they're they're pulling a lot of different things, man. And you know, yeah, like you know, Madame Boraicho, like, come on, bro, that was right. That was so, gold, bro. right? So if Chronic is still alive, y'all think um her daughter's still alive? If that's her daughter, no, no. Okay. They don't like that character. She's no. she's she, she got whisked she, out of the continuity. She seemed she didn't seem interesting. She was a tree. Like I don't want to see poison ivy. There was nothing uh, unique uh, about her to make her like. Well, she actually had access to all five elements. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't she just fine, right? Yeah. She basically kind of replaced. She was like tremor fused with Raiden and Fujin, basically, with a little plants, which was cool. But it was just like you know, give us a give us a. Like, give us a, you know, how her, her, just how, I think her design threw people off. It wasn't interesting enough. It I mean, was it, was like, a, it, was a, it was an elder god, bro. Like, yeah. you gotta look majestic. No, I you think, can. You know, she just you know what I think look. the issue has been? I don't think they've done a good job. Uh, I think, honestly, Luke Kang might have been their best example of taking it more seriously, of presenting the elder gods in a Mortal Kombat game. Like, to you guys' point about Shinnok, it's like, I feel like they've tried to hold back. Even with Centurion, it's just like, yeah, they're elder gods, but you don't want them to feel 
drastically more powerful than a Jax, right? So you give them these things that make them, like, you can see that they're abilities, but they don't seem, like, you're not rushing to pick Shinnok. You're not rushing to pick Centurion because it's like, ah, they're cool, but this isn't an elder god to me. Like, this isn't, like, wow, yeah. this is, yeah. you know, another tear of character. And now, I feel Luke like Kang? Luke Kang, yeah, this Luke <laughs> yeah. Kang, he feels like... Yep. Yeah, bro, the, the dude summons the Big Bang as, as a fatality. It's like, come on, bro. Like, and, and, and Even the other fatality, the one with the two dueling fire dragons that hold you while he palms your head into the ground? Effortless. Yeesh. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then, but you, what? Yeah. Go, go ahead, but you, could, but, you, but you could tell, you could tell he didn't make another Pantheon this time around. Because mm-hmm. to be honest, you might as well just give wind powers to Kung Lao, bro. So when he does his little spinning hat thing mm. or throw a little gust away because you could tell he does like like even when you saw the preview of the um the gameplay in the in the restaurant he kind of does like shock waves like how like um the dude from one piece uh sengoku like how mm. he does them little shock waves i was mm-hmm. like oh okay so like all right make make kung lao the new fujin mm. okay. sort of because, like I said, bro, spiritual successes, bro. Because if you ain't really got no, if you don't, if you didn't create a new pantheon, if it's just you and Garrus. True. Damn, do you guys? So up. How do you guys feel about uh, um, Kung Lao again not being chosen as Earth champion? You know, uh, it's, it's all signs are pointing to Raiden kind of taking up that uh, chosen one. Mansion. It might be. It might be. It might be something might happen to Raiden. We don't know because. You know, Kung Lao might be someone who steps up to the plate later, and it just makes it more of an interesting character development because of the stakes. Um, but it's it's tricky because, to some degree, even watching that gameplay, I'm like, I kind of like arrogant Kung Lao. He's funny to yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah, very, yeah. you know, like just the, you know, uh, even but the little comments they have the same between matches Kung, of like, this is not Kung going Lao the way was, you think it's going to go. Kung Lao was always like that, man. And when I look back at it, when you play Shaolin Monks, he was the one who said, yo, this Raiden is getting on my nerves. Even though the voice acting was terrible. But mm-hmm. his script was always in conflict. Why do we always have to listen to the Elder Gods? They All they do is sit up there and, yo, Kung Lao was always going for your throat. Always. Liu Kang was the one. Hey, you know. And then until Mortal Kombat 11, <laughs> no, Mortal Kombat 9, <laughs> he's just like, yo, Raiden, I'm, I'm burnt toast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Berto. He came back as a revenant, man. Luke was like, "Yo, forget this." Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm so um, I th- man, Raiden Dang, had I mean, it coming to him, boy. I just because that's the that thing. They're... Like, this could be Raiden's redemption arc, right? Raiden's yeah. he he mm. he's rightfully slow. Right, sorry, rightfully so. Been the subject of slander these past couple of Mortal Kombat games as being useless. Yeah. This might be the time to redeem him as a character. I just want to know how you guys feel about like again, Kung Lao once again taking the backseat of. He's if, good. He's competent, but he's if, not like he's not if that guy. They do what, if they do what Tim suggests, they turn him into Fujin, then they'll be okay. I think he'll mm-hmm. redeem himself in in one way or another. Because if 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 that's going to be Raiden, for because my thing is like, how are you going to stop the force of Scorpion and Sub Zero? They're going to be problems, especially these young these young guys are going to develop into crazier magic. Like just mm. just expect it. Once they get the cowl, once they start, once they start, because this game they get you see the young guy, but once they start going full mask, dog, 
we don't know what type of havoc they're gonna um you know they're gonna create man i and i just feel it man what if what if what if Bihan actually becomes a frozen noob cyborg you know we don't know it might be smoke it might be it makes sense it makes sense to make smoke because like when he showed up i was like yeah he's definitely that little brother who gets killed yeah and then you know and and again in in the play for power takes on the demon and enra and becomes noob smoke Boom. Yeah, because wow. like, because it didn't really make sense. Like, all right, as a revenant, so like, all right, your power is shadow. Like, you basically do the shadow clone jutsu, and then I was like, so yeah, it makes more sense with smoke. Like, smoke is fog. Smoke is vapor. Smoke is you can literally become the embodiment of shadow. Like, you can materialize into smoke, consume a person. Like, so I do feel. Like the noob cyborg will be res- resurrected in some form of way because I think that's the reason why we see the demon characters because you could tell the Brotherhood of Shadow, which is Quan Chi of the Nether Realm, that's gonna make a return. Mm-hmm. And remember, he's the one who does like the revenants and stuff like that. He was the one who created Scorpion. He was the one who created Noob Cybot. So, like, yes, I definitely feel, and then especially when you read Smoke's bio. Oh, he did not possess the supernatural abilities of his elder brothers. Mm. <laughs> give give, give yeah. him supernatural powers. Yeah. So basically, he just using he just using fine ninja man like ninja vanish. Boom. Mm-hmm. Give him give him powers. And who was he voiced by? You think it was a coincidence? Sasuke, who went searching for darker powers. Oh. Yuri Lowenthal, Sasuke himself. <laughs> oh, so now he's going to definitely, definitely, definitely going to be a big threat, man. Um, I think, yeah, man. Uh, man, I, man, rain, rain to me has always been a disappointment, dog. You, what? What? Yeah, like he's never been the Edenian that I thought he would be, man. You know? Well, he might be this round. Yeah. yeah he, actually, I get where you're coming from. He always yeah. was very, he got sidelined very quickly. Yeah. And I was very disappointed about that in Mortal Kombat X. Mm-hmm. I was like, so that's it for Rain? Like, yeah. Okay. Was, I see what yeah. you're saying. I thought you meant more as like a, as a character. He's like I'm a Koto like, Khan. A... You know, he didn't really, no. he's not as bad as Koto no. Khan. Yeah. He's not as bad as Koto Khan, but no. man, that was a new, that was a good new character design. And they just, boy. Yeah, man, that dude was worse than Raiden in Part Two, man. Yeah. Annihilation, Annihilation Raiden is what made Raiden trash for every other game. As soon as he turned Annihilation Raiden, the game continually said, "Say, you know what? Let's do this with Raiden." Yeah, but um, oh, nothing. Few things are as bad as Kotal Khan. That's why Jade's not coming back, huh? Man, so anyway, she had to take the L. <laughs> yeah, she had to take the L. <laughs> With um, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> boy. Um, I think, man. I think Rain was fine. I, I like his, and they even give they even went a step further, giving him more of an elevated status this time around. Like he's he's the the, the mage, essentially. Mage of, yeah, the head mage of the high court. Yeah, I think it's fine. It's a little weird to see him as a wizard, but. You know, like yeah, when I saw the gameplay, I was like, "That's a little." It's okay. It's cool. Yeah, they, you know, yeah. They, they could. I it's just different. wish his costume was a little better. You know what I'm saying? No, yeah. it, it makes sense because, like, all right. First of all, look, look at the Lin Kuei. They're actual ninjas, actual ninjas. And mm-hmm. yes, we call them the palette swap ninjas. 
But technically, as you really got to know them, they're really like uh, the the second half of them are really not ninjas. You have one dude who's basically a complication of souls, a legion, basically. Mm-hmm. You have one dude, which you know, Edenians, you know, in their lore, they're basically they're the children of gods, and that's why they all have magic abilities. But then you know, technically, Liu Kang just made them. Well, you're just magical creatures, all of you, humans with magic. Boom, call it that. So yes, everybody has a form of magical power. So yes, he is the highest mage. So yes, a magician makes complete sense. You shall not pass, drown. It does make sense. It it just, it it takes a little bit getting used to, that's all. Like, I think in terms of, like, the range, because I've I've liked uh, the way he was done in 9. I love the way he was done in 11. You know, like, I I thought it, Mm -hmm. it... it was a good advancement of that character design. So to kind of Even, see him introduced this way, I was like, huh, I'm, I'm not mad at it, but just, it's just different. Look at this sub, this, the last Sub-Zero movie with um, with Kenshi. Look how they designed Tremor. Tremor is just an out uh, Mad Max looking brute mm. with, Earth, with Earth power. So like, yeah, the second half of ninjas who were technically never really ninjas, they gave them better identities. Okay, okay. All right. Um, anything? So, uh, any last thoughts on the showcase of the story? Um, Sindel, General Shao, um, even seeing some of uh, Baraka's gameplay and um, even Kung Lao's gameplay. Any? Bro, these are some of the best looking stages they've ever had, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, I need this new TV. I need it. I need it. <laughs> I need this new TV, bro. Like, yeah. That is some beautiful de- design stages, bro. It's like they heard they heard the, the remarks from MKX because those were the worst stages we ever had. Mm-hmm. But like 11, 11 was like a lot of fan base. Like a lot of stuff was like revamped in a way. Remember that one stage where they had the projector and they had the old school stages? Like it was called Retrocade. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was like, bro, that is genius. Yeah. And it changes every couple of seconds. So like even when they brought back um the Deadpool, the acid and all I was like, bro, like yeah. yeah. There was a I I am gonna miss the you know, the the OG characters though, you know, Jack, Sonya. Um yeah. I mean you say that because you probably didn't play as them, but you know, people, no, I, people I was yeah. a, I was a I was a heavy Jax player, bro. Oh, okay, okay. But the, but Especially then, nine, which I did not understand I hated that version of Jax. Tim Tim played Jax pretty heavily. Which Jax? Yeah, Which yeah. version of Jax? Um, eleven. I played Mortal Kombat nine. Jax. Oh, nine, 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 and eleven. Yeah, I played with Jax. Eleven Jax. Eleven. Man, Jax. his trailer. Yeah. Oh man! Even his, even that... his gimmick of like heating up his his uh, arms. To yeah, get his yeah. Mm-hmm. Bro, like I said, so much, so much depth, bro. But yeah, man, like these stages, beautiful, bro. Like just beautiful. Yeah. Yo, can it, she? It's man? probably the jeez. Yeah, it's probably the, the first Mortal Kombat I've seen yeah. in a while where I want to play as every character. Like, you know, some characters you're just like, eh, maybe. Yeah, This yeah, one, I'm like, yeah. I, I, like, I want to pick Baraka, and I have not thought about that in years. Yeah. Nobody like, wants to pick Baraka. <laughs> yeah, no yeah. one has. I'm Every just, time I see him do that little spinning blade flip, I'm like, I want to pick this guy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. That was, that was the best Kano we ever gotten. 11, they gave you movie Kano. 
doubt. Yeah. The greatest yeah. Kano of all time, dog. Mm. Man, <laughs> I felt dirty just looking at him, dog. <laughs> no, because he and that was exactly what his fighting style was. Like when you saw his X-ray, I was like, bro, like this dude is like you don't know what's gonna come out and just stab mm-hmm. you in the face. Like you do not the blade know boot the the stabbing you between the tendons and the joints and it was like yeah it was it was he was I guess if, if if that's their send off for now I'll take it I I, I see what you're saying Joy about the whole legend classic characters but I think the thing with Mortal Kombat is like they've they've done a compared to most uh, long term franchises done a really good job of establishing dope characters so it's like even even though we're getting a roster of about twenty four playable characters. Who do you pick as a staple at this point? You know, um, it is a yes. Yeah, it's just a little funky that you know. Obviously, with the reboot, Jackie gets eliminated by default. There is no Jax. There is no Jade. You're just like ah, uh, hmm. So just Tanya as the black person. Okay, you know. Um, but I, I think in terms of staple characters, it's it's like who do, who do you pick, right? Because you could easily make a starting roster of just staple characters. You know, you, you throw in Man. Jack Sonya, that's two more characters. You know, like, you, the the amount of bare minimum roster starts at, like, 18 of yeah. must-haves. Yeah. And that gets tricky. So. Yeah, I mean, story-wise, I just, I, I hope, um, Omaga might be, he might be, he might be in the next game. He might, he's not going to be in this one, I don't think. No, he's, he's, he's gonna be it's, a, it's, it's a definite, bro. Yeah. yeah. It's, yeah. it's too, it's too many hints, bro. It's yeah, too many. What's, what's okay now? We didn't. We didn't. We didn't talk about Shang Tsung. That was interesting. What they did. That was Shang great. Soon. That was hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, that was snake I'm oil like, boy, Liu Kang is petty boy. Yeah. Snake oil sales, <laughs> but he's still trash. He's still trash. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And that's what we were saying. And then, like in a previous podcast, like Mortal Kombat also has the idea of canon events of no matter what you change. This is this person to their core. Shang Tsung is a snake no matter what timeline you put him in. He will find a way to be scum. That's it. No redemption. My daughter arc died. My daughter died. Well, it couldn't have been my medicine. It works. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know what I'm Straight like, scumbag, yo, no matter sure. what. It showed no remorse. I mm-hmm. already got beat up. You want to beat me up again? That's fine. I'm like, yo, yo, you. All I want is the cart in the jungle as a stage. <laughs> we might get it. We might get it. There's been a couple clearing uh, cutscenes in the game. You never know. We're clearly getting like an Adenia proper stage this time around, so that's kind of cool. Oh, we you got know. plenty of Adenia stages, bro. Mm-hmm. It's like we got plenty, bro. Like Man. even Johnny Cage's mansion, bro. I was like, bro, that is you mean beautiful. Tony Stark's Tony Stark's mansion. <laughs> <laughs> bro, that is that is beautifully designed, bro. Like yeah. beautifully designed. Yeah. Ed, Ed Boon might be one of the best uh companies shown shown them we've ever had. Oh no, he is. Like, now that I think down. about it. They revamp they revamp the living forest and then you have a corrupted version of it where it's like the hell the the nether realm fire and all that other stuff mm-hmm. so like yeah bro like like this mortal Kombat is looking pretty good man yeah man i just hope that i just hope they balance the story bro because you're they killing gotta... villains left and right now yeah i think it'll be good i think we're gonna get at least you know if, again if raiko's confirmed to be in the game they're gonna he's, go the villain he's, there. With him. he's there he's there he's there no, no he hasn't been confirmed 
confirmed. He hasn't. Been, he hasn't been confirmed. Yeah. We've seen it's an I've assumption seen. because yeah. from the le- no, because from the leak cutscene, it Lee May fights him, and we yeah. already know that Motaro is the is the cameo. So it's assumed that Rako will be in the game, but he hasn't been confirmed. Okay, we don't yeah. know as a fact. Um, yeah, what do you guys think he's gonna play like? Kano. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's going to he's going to be like the military style brute, bro, because. Mm-hmm. You can't make him Shang Tsung Junior, um, Shao Kahn Junior. You can't. Yeah, you can't. Because even because even with the what's uh with uh Garrus and uh, uh Shao Kahn's moveset, you could see elements of Jax's moveset in Shao Kahn's moveset. So you mean Garrus? No, 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 both. Like I think both Garrus and Shao Kahn pulled from Jax's moveset in different ways. Oh, so. So, for example, uh, they did a clip with the uh, combat cast where once you, or even when you have the axe, you can put the axe down or hold the axe, and Shao Kahn has a, I'm oh, sorry, not, yeah, yeah, Shao Kahn has a ground pound that Jax had. Oh, okay. A full screen ground pound. He oh, has okay. grapples. Yeah. Okay. He's a spirit, yeah. yeah. He's, he's... Which, which, which would make sense, you know, mm-hmm. he's a, he's a, he's a brute character, and, you know, to be honest, he, I think, wow, yeah, he's literally like the first. Yeah, because Baraka is more like a rushdown brute. Mm-hmm. So now you actually have an actual like tank type of brute. Mm-hmm. The weapon stance. So, yeah. So yeah, I definitely feel like if Raiko is in the game, he's definitely going to be more like a, a dagger type of character, I feel. Um, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, you know, his, 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 his costume is very similar to General Shao, so it's kind of like Gotta really throw some different yeah. elements out there, and I think I, I think they're also aware of like with the absence of a playable Kano, of a playable you know uh, Sonya and Jax, you need to have those elements of those characters in these in in this roster, right? So the fact that Lee May plays very similar to Sonya, I don't think is a mistake. You know, it's like yeah, you're not getting Sonya, but you're gonna have Sonya's legacy lives on in this. No, character. you make sense because like. All cameo footage that I've seen of Kano, I've mostly seen the little laser version mm-hmm. of Kano, like Zap, and the, like, the like, heart fatality. That's pretty much yeah. it. Yeah, mm. yeah. So that's that'd be my thought. I think he, there's going to be elements of him that just continues that legacy, so to speak, of these characters that won't be in the game. Um, yeah. Before we get to our last topic of the night, you know, Jory. Starfield in about two weeks. You nervous? No. Any anticipation? Any any, any hesitancy? Any? Well, I mean, if it caused Sony to to make it an exclusive, I think they already had the, they already saw what the game would be. If it if it really made Sony like, yo, this Bethesda game, we have to own it. And Microsoft said, well, you know, a reverse trap card. <laughs> we bought it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So if they were gonna do that, I'm I'm led to believe that Starfield is definitely gonna be something um because it was technically already done, you mm. know, um so I think Starfield's gonna be exactly what everybody was fighting for behind the okay. scenes of the war um and you know to be honest with you I'm not a Bethesda guy uh, this deal does does nothing for me it's good for Xbox but this deal <laughs> does nothing for me it doesn't mm. like I'm 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 a the games I care about, Gears of War, is <laughs> not no word of that. The games mm. I care about is um, Halo, 
you already know it, it, it's it's better now, but you saw how that started. Um, mm-hmm. And those are only the first-person shooters. Other than that, I'm an adventure guy, man. The, you know, I play games that Tales of Arise. I want my Devil May Cries. I want my Ninja Guidance. I want my... Um, I want my adventure story modes. You know, I'm not going to play a Baldur's Gate. There's nothing for me. <laughs> you know what mm. I'm saying? I'm glad that people who like Baldur's Gate are having the time of their lives, but it's not It's not for me. I'm a Mass Effect guy, you know? I want... I'm a, a Cyberpunk is a game I want, but I want to play that game in third person. That game is not mm. in third person. You know, I'm, I, I don't want to spend my time... I'm already in first person in real life, and mm. I got to do it in the game. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But doesn't Starfield have a third person feature? It does. Oh yeah, and but you know, even with that, I'm I'm still like I'm on the fence because it's like you're gonna give me this robust world, but I can't there's no humanoids, just alien creatures and, and you know. So I, I don't know, you know, I don't know. Um, it's a last service game though, bro. Yeah, that might be yeah, expansion pack um, two for all we know. Probably. But um so far. I'm happy for whoever's going to purchase the game and enjoy themselves, man. So I'm not really nervous. I'm just curious. Yeah, no company, no company does that unless it's going to give you Fortnite numbers or, or like, mm. you know, Call of Duty, Warzone anticipation. You, you got your new uh, Lego Minecraft game. Nobody does that unless it's going to be that big of a deal, like a mm. Roblox or something. So yeah, nah. And do okay. we speaking of uh, do we have any thoughts about Call of Duty releasing the Nicki Minaj Snoop Dogg pack of skins? Guys, I don't know what's oh, man. It's too, I it's don't too even much. know. It's, it's too much, man. It's too much. It's I saw much. Lady Gaga's in the game, right? That I haven't seen, um, but the Nicki Minaj trailer was all over the place, and I was like, Dude, "Wow, <laughs> nah, man." <laughs> That like, was crazy, I, man. Because I get it. Like, their their multiplayer is adding a little bit more arcade comic type of elements. But then, because I remember I, I logged on my PS5 the other night, and I was like, you know what? Let me look at what DLC Modern Warfare 2 has. And that's oh, all it is. It's just, it's just custom Starlight. skins, skins, and all that other stuff. So it's definitely, all that stuff is there for microtransaction purposes. Mm. And that's why, like, I feel I'm always, I'm a much more, excuse me, I'm a much more of a battlefield person because I feel mm. like it's just hardcore warfare squad gameplay versus gimmicks. Yeah. I got yeah, you. I agree. It, it's just, I, mean, I guess, like, for me, I'm like, it's weird because in hindsight, if you think about Call of Duty, all of it, as out of place as it is, it kind of makes sense. Like you guys remember the old Call of Duty commercials where they just show random celebrities of all types of all over the place yeah, playing Call of Duty? Those, those were Swing fine. Lee those jumping were fine. out of a plane. Yeah. They were dope. You know, so like it, yeah. it does feel in line with the brand, but it's just like, am I seriously supposed to believe? And no, no shade or shot at either of them. Like, am I supposed to believe that Nicki Minaj and Snoop Dogg are playing Call of Duty? Do you really expect Snoop me to Dogg, believe that? Snoop Dogg, yes. Snoop Dogg I mean, Snoop Dogg seems like he has time for everything in the world. This man will do a I commercial. I follow this guy. And this Rick, man is a mad perform live. <laughs> like, he, I believe Snoop Dogg. Him yes. maybe. <laughs> he, Snoop Dogg was featured in a Tekken game. Like, he, you know, I yeah, still, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. that's my background stand. theme song for Tekken Tag. I play, turn around right now. I fade him. Knock him out. I fade Snoop, him. Run it, homie. Snoop yeah. Dogg will find a way. You're right. 
You're right. Yeah, yeah. I, like, I walk some of that back. I do. I, be- I absolutely <laughs> believe Snoop Dogg, 1,000%. He 1, somehow, some way will make you feel like he's been a fan of the food collab, the cooking collab, the, the yeah, we, uh, TV we, we gonna collab. We're going to act like 50 Cent don't have a hand at gold himself because his blood on the sand video game, kid. That was definitely. Bruh, I could not believe <laughs> that game was fire. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yo. <laughs> So it's like, man, me and Lloyd Blake's about to clap these terrorists, dog. You yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Fair enough. Okay, I just, just, just while you mentioned, I was like, you know what? It did cross my timeline. I was like, huh? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Nicki Snoop Minaj Dogg, with the with the absolutely. pink machine gun. All right. <laughs> All right. So for our last segment of the night, uh, Jory brought up this talk- topic for segments of the evening, and it's uh, fighting games that you would like to see do a separate genre spinoff. Uh, now, we're already kind of uh, running a little bit longer than usual for the pod, so we're kind of limited to one uh, uh, fighting game suggestion per person. Uh, Jory, since you did come up with this topic, what would be you know, your one franchise that you think would have a legitimate shot with another genre of game? Mortal Kombat. Okay. And I'm, I'm assuming 100%. a Shaolin Monks, too. I'm, that's my assumption. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Go ahead, bro. Absolutely, kid. The world is so vast. Look at look. Mm. We just talked about lore and the possibilities of everything happening. When I played Deception and Armageddon story, I didn't care about Tavon, but then Taven and and his brother's conflict, I was interested. Like they sold me. Like yeah, mm. the game mechanics was in fire, but man, you was like man. Had they had all this in place, it would have been perfect. I think the the lore, the world, we're going to these worlds. The thing with Mortal Kombat Shadow Musk, when you went to these worlds, when you're jumping through them portals, he's like, yo, this is amazing, man. I didn't know I needed you go to the Earthrealm Temple, and you had the little mini game, test your mind. Then the fatalities, lot, um, Outworld, the flesh pits, the places that you go to throughout Mortal Kombat 9, 10, and 11, they were all the crypt, going through the crypt, and psh, all of a sudden, Ermac falls down. And gets killed on spikes. I'm like, man, you know this. You could have, you could have been uh, expanded upon the game's um, lore and gone gone into more depth. The thing with Mortal Kombat was so interesting is like, you'll be playing Deception, you're running around, and you'll see Ermac run across in the distance, and you'll, you'll go follow Ermac, and after that, you find out Ermac left you a surprise, a costume, if you follow him. You know what I'm saying? Um, you didn't know that, yo. If you you could actually find Sub Zero, Sub Zero in the Earthrealm Forest, and if you punch him, it's an automatic fight. Or just these little surprises. Uh, the world, because Deception proved that a Mortal Kombat world can exist. You had the interactions with the NPCs, the hilarious interactions with the NPCs. You had the um, the tasks. Even though it was short and fast, the tasks were interesting. They were engaging. They did what they needed to do. Now you take this gameplay and you give it, you turn it into a seafood. You turn it into a, um, you, there's so many games that exist for you to borrow from to actually like have an excuse to make it. But that's the problem, bro. You, you also, one thing that also sells the most, bro, is innovation. Like, yes, you know, you're taking things from existing properties, but that could go, that could go very left, very, very, very quickly. And, you know, so innovation is one thing that also, like, just keeps things coming back. 
Because, you know, you don't always want to say like, oh, that's just like this. That's just like that. Look at the, the Soul series. They've revamped. They've done that style so many times. It's to the point where people are like, bro, another Souls-like game? Yes, people okay. are going to buy it. They're going to buy it to test it out because out of natural curiosity. Mm-hmm. But it's the fact that where is the innovation? The replay, the replay value and the online connectivity which is community, your word. Where is that? Now, do any of you guys own a Pirate Warriors game? You know I do. Okay. (laughs) That's a Dynasty Warriors. Mm -hmm. What's the difference? They just change the skin. They don't really innovate. You're just playing with One Piece characters. That's, that's, that's the, you have specials. They innovated. They probably innovated. In their own way. Mm-hmm. But at the heart of it, what is it? A Dynasty Warriors game. Mm-hmm. I'm not complaining. They make it unique enough for it to take place. Mortal Kombat in its right self is already unique enough for it to not fall into that. It's not like you're giving it to a, an experienced bunch of people. These are people trying to copy what the form software games are doing. These are no names. And in their infancy... In an infancy, uh, Neo doesn't count because their stage design is trash. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, go ahead, Ghost of Shishima. What do you? What do you? What do you, what do you like? Raise, like in that I'm, I'm, raise, I'm raising my hand because you're a teacher. So okay, all right. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. All right. Now, <laughs> but where, now, but the place where WB Discovery is right now, which is bleeding money because mm-hmm. of a lot of things going south. Do you feel that that would be a property that they would actually want to fund to see, knowing that it's not going to pull the same numbers as a centralized fighter? Now, business-wise, since they're bleeding money, of course not. That's not wise to do right now. But in the future, why not? We already put in money into the animation. We got two movies about the Mortal Kombat universe that we didn't ask for. Fair. And a movie coming out that, to me, was uh, released on a COVID budget. And I don't think it's going to be any any better, you know, but they still did it. So it's like, um, that's, that's the only movie we're about to see another black Jaden. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh they they still God. did it. Um, Gosh. They still did it. So now I'm like, you know, people are asking for Charlotte Monks. Ed Boone is a wise enough guy. These guys pay enough attention to detail. They can pull it off. They gave you the crypt. With the graphics that it had, even though you were running around and just looking, it was more like a museum, a history thing. It was just a little fun. Technically, they, could, they did. Technically, they did give us Shaolin monks, and they gave it to us in a version of story mode where you switch between Liu Kang and Kung Lao, then and that's where it goes back to what I said to you: spiritual successors. The chapter is even called Shaolin monks. In yes. The story. Yes, bro. Yeah, but as far as the gameplay, it's not. You know what I'm saying? It's not that. That's why it, it doesn't really count. Like, I can't. I can't be like, yo, a spiritual successor to Halo, and now <laughs> Master Chief fights like, um, like a uh, Terminator, or you know what I'm saying? And be like, yo, that's the spiritual successor to Halo. Master Chief versus yeah. aliens. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's, like, that's, that's that's entirely different, bro. Like, you can't. Well, which that, that's that's what I'm saying. Game. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's completely different because it's not. It's not. It's not the. It's not an adventure fighting game. You know, adventure. Yes, it is, bro. Because it's an adventure story mode with the Shaolin monks. Nah. 
as far as the gameplay. So then now I'm going to get into the technicalities of the camera not being behind you. You know what I'm saying? The 360 camera view. That's what I'm saying. It's not side-scrolling. That's what I mean. There, there I have you. That's what I mean. Okay. That's the Charlotte Monks I'm talking The Charlotte Monks I'm talking about is not within, presented within a fight. Presented within its own realm within, when it's in own mechanics. That's what I mean. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I think they could do it. I think That's the game I would like to see. I would say, I, I guess uh, it would make the most sense for the Mortal Kombat universe, especially since it's already been established that Shaolin Monks is, is a universe unto itself. And uh, we've seen, um, even in, in the one reboot, right, that we're getting a mode in which Scorpion travels between different universes trying to find his, his wife in a timeline where she's still alive. Uh, technical difficulties, but we back. Uh, Jory was just uh, finishing up his, his thoughts on why he feels like Shaolin Monks 2 could be something that existed. Um, Tim, you made the, the point, which you did talk about during uh, in the group chat when we kind of mentioned the idea for the segment of, you know, financially. Financially, it, it's it's tricky because it's these, you know, for as big as gaming is, gaming is now multi million, possibly even hitting a billion dollar industry at this point. You know, uh, there's a lot of money involved, a lot of stakes involved, and I think, you know, even with Mortal Kombat, you're starting to see that yeah, Injustice got delayed, Injustice Three got delayed because they wanted a short thing. Mortal Kombat 10 and 11 sold significantly better than Injustice 1 and 2. So you roll out another Mortal Kombat because you have a better chance of getting a return, or a higher return, let me say, on the money put out for it. And also, I kind of feel like Injustice got delayed because DC is in a very weird place right now. Hmm. Even though, yeah, technically it's a, it's its own story, but like you you did kind of tell like due to the current climate that DC was in, that that reflected into the character roster, bro. Because, bro, like, the, the roster for Injustice 1 to compare to Injustice 2, night and day, bro. Mm-hmm. Night and day. There's been arguments like, that Injustice 1 had a better roster, even though, in terms of, I'll say in terms of character favorites, let me say. I think Injustice 2 had a more diverse roster, right? You got way more, better diverse. Yeah, diverse. It, it went better into the DC universe. But in terms of, like, uh, if you're appealing to, like, your casual superhero fighter, it made sense why they went so bat family heavy in the first game. Yeah. Basically play as everybody. <laughs> Batman, Nightwing, Batgirl, you know. Um but yeah, you're right. I, I think Warner Brothers and maybe that's a, a segment for another time of like I don't Warner Brothers for as many golden properties as they have, for them to be having so much turmoil is just it's such a head scratcher. It's just like, bro, you guys have three of the most yeah. recognizable superheroes in your pocket. And but. then your story, your best storylines are coming from your video games. <sighs> so you wouldn't watch an Injustice storyline and say it's better than a lot of the DC movies that came out? Honestly, it depends on what era of DC movies we're talking about. Because there yeah. was a time where the DC movies was. Or sorry, oh, DC yeah, animated not... movies was. Oh, okay. You know, okay. You'd be looking forward to I that. Think, I think in Justice Story, um, the 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 game story was fire, right? But then they fumbled the movie. Yeah. So. That's oh no! I'm well, the movie. The oh yeah, the movie. The, we 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 can't talk about the movie. The movie was trash. But that's but that's what I'm saying. Man. It's like, bro, you, all you had to do was copy. And I like the art style. I like the art style, and it was just. 
And not only that, you had stuff that happened in the comic book that didn't happen in the, like you didn't then don't touch the property. Why do they do? Don't touch the property if you're gonna do that. Injustice is not something that could have been a, a movie anyway. Let's be real; it couldn't have been a movie. So, Injustice you probably was... did a little mini. It was a, it was a series. So yeah, it was. It's, have... it's that was that is you can't the standalone reason why you should not split up your properties that way. You can't do that. Right? You yeah. can't have the tie-in comic that also has events that weren't in the game. That also has events that were you know like it just. It needs to be one continuity through one media. Yeah, but these guys, they, I don't know. I don't know. All they see is dollar signs. That's it. And they don't because they don't think. (laughs) They wind up not seeing the dollar signs. So there you go, man. Yeah, but uh, 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 so uh, Jory Singh would be Shalom Monks too. Um, I said in the group chat that I, I, that wouldn't necessarily be my pick, but I would agree that it, I think out of all the the bigger fighting game franchises that it would have the best chance of success. Like the blueprint stuff is already there. It's already established as its own continuity. I think there's a lot of things you could do with the realms. Um, given the what went into making that game that they basically had to slap it together to have a yearly release makes it even more amazing that it came out as good as it did. You know, so I think if they ever decided to branch out again, um, Shaolin Monks 2 would be what I would like to see from another Realm Studios. As yeah, or well. if not, just give us a remastered. Give me a remastered, and I'll take that. With some added content? If not. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. With some added just content. Because apparently there was, spo- there was supposed to be a 2 um, with uh, yeah, Sub-Zero with and Scorpion. Scorpion and Sub-Zero. Mm-hmm. Fire and ice. <laughs> but technically, you got that in 11, and that's what the chapter was called. Fire and ice. Spiritual successor. Not good enough. <laughs> no, that's not good enough, bro. Okay. Tim, is there any is there any fighting games that you would like to see uh, approach a story in a different genre? Say Soul Calibur. Um, no, no Soul Calibur. They tried that and it went super south. Oh no, that was horrible, man. Of course, why you just te- 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 for the week? Tekken, te- te- Tekken, te- <laughs> and Super and Soul Calibur tried that and it went downhill. Mm. It went super downhill. There is one fighting game franchise that has already done it and it was very successful. I just would like a number two of it. And that is Blaze Blue Cross Tag Battle. I still hold by my sec by my statement. That has been the the best tag fighter ever since Marvel vs. Capcom 2. Okay. I mean I I didn't play it. For for an for, for anime fighters, like mm. bro, like there it has so much potential, bro. So much potential. And like when I played it, it's like I instantly fell in love with it. Like you finally introduced Ruby, Ruby, but then the Ruby never had a fighting game universe. Mm-hmm. So that was the first time you was able to play with those characters, and it was just a wild ride, bro. People loved it, but you only had five Ruby characters, and you had like twenty Blaze Blue characters. You had well, Persona you go Four with the Arena. Property. You had Persona Four Arena. Uh, you had Under Night and Birth. So basically, it was Arc Systems Works tag fighter of all their different properties, bro. That made sense. Like, all these universes, you were able to connect them in some form of a way. And when I say, bro, that was one of the best tag fighters I've ever played, bro. People have been saying, and it has Roback Netcode, too. People have been saying, bro, like, give us more characters. Give us more characters. At this point, just give me a number two, bro. Just give me number two, and I will be so happy. 
Okay. So essentially you wouldn't want them to do something, a different genre. You just want to see them lean more heavily into the crossover um, yeah. style of fighter. Yeah. Yeah. Like, cause you know, it, they, they showed it worked like bro, mm-hmm. that, that took it, that took, that took things by storm. It was one of the save us games for the fighting game community around the time alongside under night. Yes. It has some controversy due to DLC, but bro, when, and, but you know, I'm a late, I'm a late buyer. So when I bought that 2.0 version with all the characters, bro, I had a blast. That, I, I think blast. that was the reason why I ignored it at the initial one, initial launch. I'm like, again, you know, a good, uh, their developers, Arxis Works, like they have, they've always had roster issues where it's like, I remember it launched and I was like, this is the roster for a full price game? Anyway, and I just never thought about it ever again. <laughs> so, you know, like, of course, on the back end for it to make more sense, you know, it's, it's typical. I, I did buy, like, Guilty Gear uh, Rev 2 with everything. And, you know, I was like, yes. oh, this game is a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah. And that's why, like, when it comes to our systems works, I'm always a late buyer because I feel like that's where you get your more bang for your buck. Oh, mm-hmm. here's this Ultimate Edition for $49.99. With everything. Bought it. Mm. Or especially <laughs> if it's during, like, them evil sales, like, oh, $20? Bought. Joy, why you got the stuck face right now? <laughs> Blaze Blue Dog. <laughs> yes, yes. No, no, nah, bro. Don't, 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 don't do that, bro. Don't do that, bro. It has, it, it has amazing lore, amazing lore, and it actually goes deep into the lore. Characters have so much depth, so much depth to them, and is a tag fighter with other properties in it, bro. Bro, you cannot beat that game, bro. That was a hidden gem in the fighting game community, bro. Hidden gem. Because once I see Ruby in anything, dog, I want to, like, throw it to the wayside. It makes you scratch your head, right? Yeah. A little bit. Yeah, because, like... Because the thing is, like, I think Ruby has really good character designs. I think the concepts of their fighting abilities is cool. But I'm like, I, I saw something, this was literally, like, two days ago. Like, they're doing, like, a Ruby Justice League crossover movie. And I was like... No, that... Is that, Ruby that, this popular? No, that that has me that has me confused. Like, okay, and that's okay. why, and that's why, like, with certain crossovers, it has to make sense. It has to make sense, like, bro, like, yeah, like when people say Blaze Blue, I just be like, oh, okay, that's the, you know, you just see the. I, I would look at the bathroom where it says male, it says female, and then you see, well, you know, I'll stop right there. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, please. Yeah, <laughs> I was, hold, I, on, hold, I, on. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You know what I'm saying? Nah, bro. Blaze, Blaze, Blaze Blue is a fantastic franchise, bro. It has its issues, like everything else, but that that is an amazing franchise, bro. My issue like, with it has always, will always go back to the roster. Always. Yeah. They, it was, a lot of their initial rosters for the Blaze Blue franchise have been a slap in the face. But bro, like that central, but that's that central fiction roster though, over forty characters. Ah. That's why I said late late buyer. I bought the the final game in the franchise, and that roster is thick. Okay, okay, I, I okay wouldn't yeah like I wouldn't have expected the Blaze would be the choice, but okay, I, I okay, you know I, I think it's fair to to want a another big crossover fighter. I, I think it's. 
we shouldn't only we shouldn't always have to leave it to Capcom to pull out the big old crossovers. I think it's it's definitely exactly. possible for and, other and, and, companies you know, to do it. So. Thank you for elaborating on that. That is that is also a very fair point. Like, bro, like this has been the best crossover like since that era. Like, yeah, Tatsunoko versus Capcom, it was stylish. Mm-hmm. It was stylish, but it was a one hit wonder, and that's it. I think it's also because it came out on the Wii. That's what killed it too. That that like, played a part. I'm, 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 that played yes. a part. Yeah, yeah. Come on, like no. Nah. I, <laughs> I, 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 I will say I appreciate Nintendo's ambition during that time. They weren't, they, you know, like yeah. compared to compared to how they've handled the Switch rollouts. The Wii was probably the most ambitious they've ever been. We're gonna get you get you guys an exclusive fighter. Um, Bayonetta now belongs to Nintendo. Like they did things that like they tried to establish themselves as we're more than just Mario and Zelda. You know, um, so I, I respect that. They hurt Bayonetta too. Yeah, yeah, it hurt. I forgot that I had the game. I bet you did. Yeah, I I bet you did. I bought the game. Yeah, I had to get it on Switch. I had to wait years to play that game. (laughs) (laughs) Forgot I bought the game. No, oh, you mean I mean Bayonetta three? They hurt Bayonetta three. Oh no, they hurt two also. Tremendously, yeah, yeah. It hurt too, also yeah. because it was only on what Wii U, I think. Who Which had that? Uh, right, who <laughs> had that? Who owned the Wii U? You know, oh, um, for my pick, I guess my pick it might be a little bit unconventional as well. Um, but I think that I'm not too sure if I would want Capcom specifically to develop it. But given how much crossovers have been done in that genre, I would like to see some type of Street Fighter beat em up with a fleshed out com- uh, uh, combat system. Like the fight, the, sorry, the fact that they took so many Final Fight characters and implemented them into the Street Fighter universe. Mike Haggard is the mayor, you know, of, of in the Street Fighter universe. Cody. What? Yeah, Cody, right? Like, why not have Ryu, Chun Li, Ken, you know, in a beat em up style? Action adventure game. You guys remember that Namco game where you were, it was called something region, dark region, something like that. And you were playing as a guy and he had like a snake, a snake skin. Uh, Mm -hmm. You don't remember that game? It was like, it was like almost like a Def Jam fight for New York, but it was a beat em up game. Like the bouncer. You guys remember the bouncer? I remember the bouncer. Yeah, it was like that. Um, Let me look it up, man. Yeah. I know what I'm talking about. Man. <laughs> I mean, I remember the bouncer. Game? I remember bouncer. I remember they had another fighting game called like Akito or Jakito or something like that. That was pretty popular at that time. Um, Capcom had a lot of like really interesting offsets. Uh, remember Ergerize? Uh hmm. You know that was their own like one and done fighting game. But uh, yeah, mm-hmm. I, honestly, I think you know, like I said, beat 'em ups are going through a, a, a renaissance, a, a revival. revival. You know, uh, Shredder's Revenge showed that it could be done well, right? Um, with an, with replay value, and I mm-hmm. think you know having you know it doesn't have to be necessarily Urban Rain. Big. Urban Rain. Nah, yeah, I Urban Rain. I never heard of that, bro. You guys remember y'all game? Y'all, if y'all remember correctly, y'all little Game Informer magazines. Let me blow up the picture. Nah, little Game Informer no. advertisements, though. Nah. Yeah, man. <laughs> Man, y'all boys, man. Somebody's gonna remember. I'm I mean, of course. 
Yeah, but yeah. I don't I don't remember Urban Rain. Um, but yeah, I just I think I yeah, think that would yeah, be it was, a, it was against the game, man. Yeah, I think that would be again uh, just like a yeah, not like a low budget, but you know, just something where it's just like again something along the lines of Shredder's Revenge. Uh, it could even just be a, a alternative take on the Street Fighter storyline. It could end fighting Bison for all I, you know, all I care. But just like a beat 'em up style. No, that would, no, that would actually be very cool. That was actually a very good nod. Oh, that would actually be very dope. Cause like, yeah, I was very surprised of like how just Street Fighter just absorbed all these Final Fight characters. So I was like, so Final Fight is never coming back. And then you would think after the success of Streets of Rage Four, I was like, well, okay. So Let's yeah, try you know, again. But, you know, yeah. So you know, but you know, they brought Ninja Turtles back. I, I mean, Ninja Turtles is pretty good. I still feel like the art style they could have leveled up a little bit more. Cause I can't like when I look at Streets of Rage, you could tell it was like beautifully pixelated, but mm-hmm. it was mature enough, mature enough. And I feel like so you couldn't do the turtles like that. So, so you you're saying you want a uh, Street Fighter game that kind of plays like Lost Judgment or Yakuza? No. No, no, I'm saying no, I like want Street a 2D side scroller. Like oh, a 2D side scroller. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, a modern beat em up, honestly. You know, wall bounces with juggling villain characters, special mm-hmm. moves. Okay. How about that um, SNK game that's for the um, for mobile? You guys ever played that? Where they have a whole bunch of guest characters. You could play as Jin Kazuma. You could play as. Um, no. Mm-mm. No? Yeah, yeah. You could play as Ryu, I think. It's an SAK. I wouldn't be surprised. You play as Ryu and everything. You can play as Ryu of Exo Primal, apparently. So (laughs) Really? Yeah. Yeah, him and Gal are coming as DLC for Exo Primal. Oh yeah, I seen that. I seen that. Yeah. Yeah, Ryu Mech and Gal Mech. So you know. Um, I heard Exo Primal's fun, so I've heard that too. You know, uh, no, no, but but yeah, I just think that that would just be cool. You know, I I think that's something that you know, uh, I don't want it a mobile style. I think mobile games, while I do understand their place in the industry, um, mm-hmm. and and why they continue to be made, and to to be you know to be fair, they're being made a lot better than they used to be. Um, yeah, I just think that a, a, a beat 'em up style, you know, rich with Street Fighter lore. You know, you could do twenty characters easily from the Street Fighter Final Fight universe. Um, yeah, and, yeah, yeah, and then and technically with that style, you won't really care about how deep the roster is. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, you know, um, you're not gonna be like, oh, what? Where's Where's DJ? Where's Dudley? You know, like you're not gonna care if in a beat 'em up style mm-hmm. game. You know, you just gonna want variety. Throwing mm-hmm. some villain characters as playable. You know, Vega, Bison, um, uh, Gil. You know, like just characters that bring something unique to the to the beat 'em up genre. And that'd be my pick. You know, I, I think it, Capcom is on enough of a hot streak where I think if done well, um, it'd be cool. True. No, that was definitely that was definitely a good pick. And you know, I I feel like the one company who's like the king of like spinoffs right now is Pokemon. Like for example, a lot of their spinoffs have done very very well, but I feel like the one spinoff that they're just not taking full advantage of is Pokemon Tournament. To this day, bro, like a Pokemon fighter of that caliber, bro, I was like, bro, like watching the tournaments, bro, I was like, wow, this is really very intriguing gameplay mm-hmm. to like, to see like, and it's, and, and it's like every character has so much depth. Like, bro, when you pick Gengar, 
it was like, bro, I was scared for the person, bro, because it's like games, Gengar is such a uh, unorthodox character that you don't know what's gonna come. Like mm-hmm. Sceptile was like the like the the Roanor Zoro of lizards. Like the man just going across the stage, slashing you up with his little leaf blade, t- like slamming the ground, and next thing you know, roots come up and just spike you up in the air, and it's like, mm-hmm. bro, like this is very intriguing. And then Blastoise was, of course, the Mizukage. Yeah, the tankish character. <laughs> <just> <laughs> I love everything. <laughs> everything, bro. Everything. It was, I think it was a beautiful. I think where they made the mistake for that game, if they would ever do like Pokemon Three or can just continue the Pokemon series, is that they need to kind of streamline the roster. I think some of their choices for Pokemon characters was a little bit too off. You know, where it's just like. There was a couple of twists where you're like, ah, mm, you know, like you. They they made great decisions with the starters and the Mm -hmm. pseudo legendaries, Mm -hmm. like Lucario, Garchomp, Charizard, Blaziken, Blastoise. Like, yeah, like even Gardevoir. Like as a as a magic psychic zoner, I was like, bro, that makes so much sense, Mm -hmm. so much sense. Like, yeah, like there were certain characters. That I was, I couldn't really get jiggy with, but, but yeah, but like, but like most of that roster, bro, I was like, bro. Yeah, that that was like, I think I said my only thing was like, I think it, it could, because again, you're looking to appeal to casuals, right? You're looking to appeal mm-hmm. to someone who wants to see Pokemon fights done in a different way, you know. So you you do need, uh, I think we talked about this one time before. I'm like the fact that, and you could correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure they're not in the game. Whereas Hitmonchan and Hitmonlee. Yes. You know, that that it it a, a Pokemon fighter with no Hitmonchan and Hitmonlee, like come no on, primate. <laughs> yeah, like 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 bro, like Hit 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 Hitmon Hitmonlee is Eddie Gordo, bro. Like come on, like how do you not see that? Like it's Eddie Gordo. He's a little bit of law, you know. Like it's just it's 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 right there. No, he's <laughs> definitely law, man. You know what I'm saying? Hit, Hitmon top Hit, would be Eddie Gordo. Yeah, that's yeah. what I said. Him on top. Yeah, that's what I said. Oh, you said him on top. Okay, okay. Yeah. okay. Or you said him on Lee. I, I heard him on Lee also. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's just there's a certain Pokemon character that was like Tekken style fighting game. Got yeah, like there's a like, version hit. of this character. Because people are have they? said it. People <laughs> have said it. People have said this for years. Gen 1 had the best fighting Pokemon. Like Hitmonchan like, has all the elemental punches. Like Hitmonlee is like this berserk. Kicking style, lunging character, Machamp, Go- Goro, Goro mm-hmm. with a belt, is Goro with a belt. Primeape is the Primeape is the berserker. Mm-hmm. Polyrath is kind of like a, a sub. Nah, that was a, a fire a, Pokemon. A submission, a submission version, uh, like a wrestling version of Master Roshi. Like he could use hypnosis and just power, 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 power bomb. No, Blaziken is in it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But even just like certain characters were just like you know like your, to me you know again from the Gen One, the the unlikely choices right the Needle King, you know what I'm saying Kongaskhan like, bro those those are your like Um, heavies. What's his name? What's his name? Uh, with the spoon, Alakazam. Alakazam. There's a lot again. There's a lot of characters. I feel like if they were to approach it again, they could do it in a way that. Magmar, yeah, Electabuzz, bro. Magmar. 
Oh, well, they're they're of all forms. Remember, they evolved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. but yeah, I'm just saying, like, this character is just like, man, like a thunder. Magmar of all forms is called what? Hmm? Magneton? Magneton? Magmar. Magmortar. Yeah. Magmortar? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's the one that fought um, Charizard, right? With the seismic toss? Well, he was Magmar then. Like, remember? He was Magmar. Oh, he yeah. has another evolution. Yeah. yeah, it's Magby, oh, Mag- wow. Magby, Magmar, and Magmortar. Wow. Yeah. I so, I mean, yeah, I wouldn't mind another Pokemon tournament. I just think, you know, there's, you would have to announce a trailer. Hit my chain, hit my lead. Well, my attention's peaked. What else y'all got? Yeah. <laughs> you know, like there you go. Because <laughs> a back. lot of people, because a lot of people want uh, another one, especially because. For the two Mega Man characters that re- they released for Scarlet and Violet, people's like, bro, that's Pokemon Tournament. All like, does Pokemon Tournament gold right there, which is true. Mm. Or even but though, you, was it like, didn't they drop like Ninja Bears? Not Ninja Bears, like Karate Style Bears or something like that in Sword and Shields? Wasn't those like the legendary DLCs? Yes. Yes, bro. Another, yes. Those have been the um, best. The, what's the, the frog, yeah. the frog, uh, frog lizard? Greninja. Greninja? Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, makes all the yeah. sense in the world. Yeah, like, Raven. No, but bro, yeah, but bro, those bears, those have been the best fighting Pokemon they've released since Gen One. What about the um? What about the Pokemon with the um? The sumo Pokemon. Hari Hariyama. No. Nope, yeah. He's, he's oh yeah. Yeah. Which he, he would make perfect sense. Perfect sense. But then I get, it. I get, I get, I get, I get it. But but I get it. But I get wow. it. It's a it's a Pokemon game where they don't want like they don't want fighting style Pokemon to take it over. I get it. They wanted the roster to be very very diverse for what it is, and it is. But you gotta add some Pokemon that but do that's make sense. Cool though. That's, that. that's actually cool though. No, but that's what I'm saying. Add Pokemon that do make sense. Like bro, like bro, a Hitmonchan, Hitmonlee. Hit one on top, like bro. That is common sense. Mm-hmm. That is common sense. And it, again, it takes your childhood imagination and puts it on full display as an adult. Full like, display. Yeah, I would want to Char- see a, cause, cause, a boxing cause, style hit my Because one of one of Charizard's moves is the, the aerial seismic talks. He grabs you, does a little world. <clears throat> when I saw the world, kid, I said, "Yo, that Pokemon is finished." Though. Even on the Game Boy version, <laughs> not to its credit, it's in black and white, but with Seismic Sauce, you get encased in, 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 in a black bubble. <laughs> and just HP done. done. <laughs> <laughs> Nokia cell phone noises. Yo, man. Golly, man. So, I mean, we could pretty much wrap things up, I guess, because it just came to me and I feel like it would be criminal not to throw it into this podcast. The PlayStation Portable. Dead on arrival. Dead on arrival. Dead on arrival. It would be save, criminal not to bring it up. Save, <laughs> save your $200, bro. Save your $200. So you, what you do is you cut this half and you put the other half on one end and the no. other half on the other end. No. Then you take a it Nintendo is. Switch tablet, jam that bad boy right in there. <laughs> yeah. No. And then remove, remove Bluetooth for that. The the earpieces yeah. themselves, yeah. Like, you gotta no. pay for that. And how much they cost? Two hundred dollars. Yeah. No. No. Yeah. Whoever whoever came up with that logic, bro. Yeah, you need to be fired because 
Like, no, that is that is a disgrace. You are literally spitting on the legacy that PSP and PS Vita did. Like, no. It's it's crazy. You are spitting. You are spitting. And, and it's crazy, no. yo. No. I could not believe when they said no Bluetooth, I said, What? What? I already can't leave my wow. house with this. <laughs> yeah, so what's the point? What? What, what's the, so what's the what is the point, bro? So parents with kids or like gamer gamer parents, like please like read. Read this thing before yes. you buy it. It looks flashy, yes, it looks cause... very stylish, but read. Read it. Because it's like no, no. It's not the good. only it's... the only bailout shoot them. I'm glad that Sony recognizes the need for a portable way to play the game. But talk about missing the mark in every single aspect. Like I, I just I couldn't believe what I was reading and hearing and watching. I couldn't believe it. Like all appeal of like I said to y'all the scenario of you know my girls watching reality TV and I'm off on the corner playing Spider Man didn't sound too bad. You know, her turn with the TV or whatever. Cool. But I need the PlayStation headbuds to play it. Not the old PlayStation headbuds, the new PlayStation headbuds to play it. Less battery life in the Switch. Can't leave my house. Gotta be attached to Wi Fi. I might as well read a book. It's cheaper. Yeah. yeah. They can keep that. They can, they can keep that. They can keep that. They played you, boss. Yeah. yeah. So I, I, I just, yeah, you know, I felt like we had to throw that into the pod. We had to. I, I don't think we could push it back to another week. I just, now that it's been revealed and named and titled, and, you know, we were hoping for a, a different outcome than what we were given based off the rumors that came out initially. I was like, wow, no, they actually went for it. And, and okay. And my thing is, like, you couldn't just make another Vita if you were going to do that? I mean, you could. It could, it, it could be minor upgrades and then you'll be okay just do your the sony version of a steam deck at that point yeah trash if you're gonna trash dead on arrival yes guys dead on arrival yeah flatline flatline (laughs) immediately like I don't, I don't, e- I don't even want to see the results of the numbers that they like. Don't even, don't even do it. Don't even do it. Don't no sales do report, it. nothing. Just no. But are, are we really surprised though? Like, like look at what these companies have been doing. We're, man. we're these... not, we're not. But here's the here's a, the thing that surprises me, and you know we'll we'll end this after this is or end this after your guys' thoughts as well, is that we're we've now reached a point with Sony, Nintendo, and Microsoft. Where like it's okay to blatantly copy each other, right? I I think we reached a point where it's like if Nintendo and Sony said we're gonna hit Control C and Control V on Xbox's Game Pass, nobody would be mad. The way Xbox rolled out Game Pass, it just makes sense. It just makes sense. You know, when it comes to a Steam Deck or even Nintendo Switch, it's like if Xbox and Sony are not offering something comparable to those two things, don't bother. Don't bother, right? I, I think the way Sony has handled their version of, of uh, PlayStation Plus Game Pass and their version of the portables, it's like, clearly this is an area in which you guys struggle. We get it. Not everyone's going to be good at everything. You see what Nintendo and Xbox are doing? Copy it to a T. 
We just want our own version, the PlayStation version, of Xbox Game Pass. We just want our own version. You don't have to re-release the Vita or the PSP. Just make the PS5 Switch. I don't care what you call it. Do the exact same thing. Let me take Spider-Man on the go. That's all I ask. Why can Steam Deck do it and y'all can't? Make it make sense. Yeah. Yeah. Anything else, guys? Yeah. No. Well, pretty much. Uh... Uh, that's it, man. I mean, that, that left a bad taste in my mouth, man. I was just very disappointed, man, because you know I really feel uh, ever since the the later cycle of the PS3, the the PS4 life cycle, I feel like Sony has really gained a lot of momentum in terms of their gaming properties. Like, yes, you know the Vita, you know it has its up and downs, but I did see the potential of it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and it has some good dedication for it in terms of, like, the games and the developers. But I just did feel like, you know, as as a transition of handheld to full-fledged gaming, the Switch just does it better. You guys focus more on heavy, more in-depth console experiences. And there's nothing wrong with that at all. Yes, the PSP was a great era. The PSP was a beautiful era. Yes, you know, things went south because of the whole universal game disc, but it, it fell idea. apart it fell apart by design at that time. Mm-hmm. It fell apart by design. It's just like bro, I feel like this is a step backwards, bro. Mm-hmm. A step backwards. That is a waste of technology, bro. And then I get it. You know, they still they still trying to experiment with whatever gimmicks that they have. Like, you know, one time it was motion controls. Next is next is VR, and now there's yeah. this. Remember, this. remember the PlayStation Move, <laughs> bro. bro? The wand, <laughs> bro. Oh, right, bro. Even now with the Elite controller, you seen that with the customizable controller? That's like three hundred dollars that you can uh, stylize it to your own design. You're releasing like a, a an Elite PS5 controller with uh, removable parts. Oh, uh, yo, that one's that was like three hundred bucks, right? Yeah. No, bro. No, nah, man. No, no sir. Well, what game warrants that type of movement anyway? Like exactly. <laughs> like with Gears of War, you might need that because it's a third third person cover based game. So like the movement is crazy. But for a Sony game, like were you playing Tekken Nine? Not like <laughs> Tekken Nine VR, kid. Like oh, right. this is for your thumbs. Right, because anyone who <laughs> takes fighting games seriously is going to get a fighting game pad. They're not going to get a deluxe PS5 controller. Yeah. It looks cool. It does. Does it have haptic feedback too or no? It does. But you know what else looks just as cool? My Spider-Man 2 PS5 controller. That is not $300. <laughs> yeah, it's not. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, 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 it's... I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I just I just thought it was worth mentioning because it's I don't know dead 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 on arrival. <laughs> we'll, we'll say you know that'll be a good dope episode of failed Sony, Microsoft, and Nintendo uh, um, gimmicks throughout the years. Well, we already named two on this podcast, and that's this Sony thing and the Wii U. The Wii U, yeah. What um, was that, dog? Like, what was the Wii U? <laughs> a Switch prototype, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. Here's your, here's your controller, which is also a mini screen, and your game screen. They said the Switch 2 is going to charge you a dollar 
twenty for all your um for you to play your games backwards compatibility. They gotta walk that's that just... back. That'll be stupid. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. That's what yeah. they. That's what one of the leaks said. I think Review Tech USA. I watched this video. Um, it, it it falls in line with Nintendo's would, practices. But I, yeah, I would believe it, man. Yeah, it I would. would absolutely believe it. And then they'll be like, "Oh, oh, oh, we can't do that. That's that's actually, that's actually." <laughs> yeah, Nintendo's history is like, yeah, I can definitely see that being something they considered, but I think, um, they're maybe a little bit too afraid to rock the boat again because of how bad the Wii U did. So if it is gonna be essentially switched to, it needs to be backwards compatible. There's no that thing did as bad as the 3DO. Y'all remember that? Everybody saw. <laughs> remember 3DO? <laughs> they had two commercials, kid. Lord. That was it. <laughs> that was it. The engage, the Nokia engage. They tried to make me really respect this. Yo, like. Yeah. Well, that we'll make it an episode for sure, and just kind of go hit the beat to beat. Jory, you can defend the Xbox Connect. Oh, uh, who's defending? I ain't defending that. So I, I, I you can, can fire that, off man. a Kamehameha in real time with the Xbox Connect. No, they, you, Fight no, rat inspired real man. key blast with your hands and get a good exercise and workout. Yeah, nah, Power up to the next you. level with the Connect's <laughs> motion sensor capture camera. That's a that's a '90s commercial. Slip and slide. What's the Marlon and Bailey? What's what's the what's the toy company man that gave us all? <laughs> inflatable dog? Come on, man! Like I was buying that thing one bit when they showed it was Skynet level, and I was like, okay. Oh man! And when they had a the little Milo, he wrote a letter. I was like, yo, I ain't playing this, man. Like who? who yo, you you, man, dog, yo, yo. Xbox is more than a Where console. It's an entertainment system. Imagine a world you're booting up your TV with. Okay, connect. Turn on NFL season pass. And that's what you like, get yo, when you yo, hire CEOs yo. from Target. From Target, man. And then you tell us it's not backwards compatible. Yeah. Then all, now, now Sony, Sony, Sony number, Sony turned to Zetsu now. <laughs> Every all the Xbox fans turned to Zetsu, kid. So it's like, what are you, what you doing? And it's it's hey, console man, they learn, they You can't lesson. you can't share use games. Your game is a one time buy. Phil Spencer, bro. Phil Spencer had to turn to Mister Rogers in public, and at and in the office, Kratos stuff. Woo! Yeah, you. Yeah, <laughs> you're gone. Uh, wait, what's up? Halo's not doing numbers. Okay, <laughs> emergency. Yeah. Anyway, get a, yeah, like yeah. I mean, Phil Spencer, the reign of Phil Spencer. I'm pretty sure everybody who could speak on it is gone. Assassin. Yeah, yeah. Quietly. <laughs> just... Hey, come out back real quick. Yeah. <laughs> Bring your things. <laughs> I, fa- a whole family got skit segue. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like that time for Spencer took over. A whole family got segue, man. <laughs> Go ahead and bring a day pass with you. I mean, that's not going to yeah, work after, yeah, the, but... after your last shift. And oh, then man. Lord Beerus, Lord Beerus, a.k.a. Don Matrick. What? <laughs> if you, <laughs> Wait, you want to buy the new one. Just play the O360. Keep that. Excuse me? Y'all forgot you was talking to? Y'all yeah. talking to the Xbox fans? Oh, they said, yo, I'm out of here. All the games that I purchased, you telling me to buy again? But I downloaded it. It's on my console. There's a digital receipt for my purchase on my credit card. That what, are you, what are you doing? announcement will go down Not to mention in history. I have an iPhone 
where I can download my music that I bought as long as it's tied to my account. Don't 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 sell me this. Yeah, Saran. 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 That was that was that was the time. Yeah, yeah, no, no, of course, of course, of course. Alright, all right, y'all I'll get us out of here. Um all right. first of all we want to thank the listeners. Thank you guys. Uh thanks to the watchers. The watchers that leave comments, that leave likes, the listeners. Uh thank you guys for always tuning in for another episode. You know, we're always looking for ways to improve. Uh like and subscribe. Yes, like and like subscribe. And subscribe. Please. Get us to the YouTube uh, uh, partner program. <laughs> you know, uh, run these views up. We'll be able to con- uh, crank out more content. But, you know, either way, we're still going to, you know, we believe in our quality. We believe in what we bring to the table. And we're going to keep making uh, content for y'all. So this has been another episode, episode 12 of the Gamer Podcast. Once again, you know, there's more branding aspects coming to it soon. But this has been Antonius the Gamer, Super SSS Rank, Mikel Smith with the Gamer Podcast. Until next time, everybody. Peace.